Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Welcome to Budrain, a podcast about sexy vampires. <laughs> it is less sexy, Adam. It's, I don't know what. For a movie that adjective. has breasts, it is yeah, not it a does. sexy film. No, it isn't. Although, there were moments with Michael Madsen's hair. Yeah. <laughs> that really, Michael really Madsen's... warmed me up. <laughs> and and then his assistant, the, the yeah, vampire hunting bullet. I want um, you, I want you to know who that man is at the moment when I discovered who that man is, which oh, happens who? in the course of the film. There's okay, a moment I in the know, film. I still don't know who he is. Okay, yeah. don't look him up because I'm going to tell you in the. Uh, there's a moment okay. in the film when I discovered who he is, and it helped me. He it looked really like he me. was he was medieval stifler to me. Uh, <laughs> yes. It it is uh, the, the sex scene is unappealing no the sexy and i was like good. i was like are they okay yeah they don't seem okay yeah and like it's dirty and let like go they're of that dirty door. let go of the door yeah you know like that seems yeah. like it's not helping anything yeah you know oh my god yeah yeah also why did they have sex like i know that sounds no dumb, i but don't like, know but kind I don't of know. why i i literally rewound it um when the sex scene happened because i was like wait did i miss a beat yeah, how did this why? happen yeah. yeah how did this happen and it was like did they have any any relationship before nah. this moment yeah nah. Nah. and then afterwards she's like no i can't lose you spoilers uh, i mean spoilers like I you guys barely know each other this is a movie that defies spoiling and i'll tell you why yeah it defies spoiling because nothing happens in a sensical way so like even if i told you the beats of it i couldn't spoil it because you wouldn't be following the beats of it nobody no, could follow I, the beats of it this was a movie where i was paying close attention and i kept having these moments of like what did I miss? Yes, uh, yes, yeah. all the time. I kept like pausing, taking notes, and then being like, yeah. "Wait, did I? Was I just not looking or something? I don't get it." I was confused yeah, her, all the time in this. Her movie. plan at the end is nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. What, what is? What is any? But nobody has a plan. Not a no. single person has an idea in this movie. The only person who has a plan is Ben Kingsley. And oh his plan boy! Is, I will not leave this room. <laughs> That, I will be this sitting whole movie, in this throne that's for right. days. This, no, no, this movie was, I swear to God, it seems like it was completely constructed around not making him film more than 12 hours. It yeah, seems absolutely. like the whole movie was constructed for that. They paid him half uh, the budget, yeah, and he yeah. never, he barely stood up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he hated every second of this. He yeah. despised it with pure rage, uh, and yeah. that does translate into the performance. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Do people anyway, know what we're talking about? I don't even. I don't know what we're talking about. If they're confused, we're talking about. Listen, we're one. talking about 2005's Blood Rain. Oh boy! Uh, directed oh boy. by Uwe Boll, starring yeah. Christina Loken or the Terminator from T3. Sure. Um, ben Kingsley, Michelle Rodriguez doing yeah. a British accent. I don't know. 
Michael I don't know Manson what she was doing. In a glorious wig. Michael Manson um, doing everything exactly the way I want him to in this movie. He's yeah. perfect in this movie, and I'll explain what I yeah. need later. Udo Kier is there. Yeah. Uh, right. Meatloaf, Meatloaf shows up Meatloaf. In, dressed as or- Orgy Santa. Is yeah. the how I described yeah, yeah. him? Yeah, he looks uh, like he looks like the 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 foppish character in every Jane Austen novel. Yeah, that's, that's what he looks like. You know? And this is going through the the spooky titles and quote a special appearance <laughs> by Billy Zane. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if you're if your Billy Zane is a special appearance, yep. Yep. you're in trouble. You're in trouble. I wrote that down. That was my first note. Special yeah. appearance, all caps. Wow, we're really doing it. Uh, this is this is, I believe. Um, I already forgot the director's name. Ubal. <laughs> you know, Ubal. 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 Yeah, the one of the worst directors it? ever. This is him attempting to capture the success. I think of Resident Evil, which is. T- like not a great movie either. It looks like it's, it's trying to be that. Yeah, that's what it looks yeah. like. Like the uh, the outfits kind of suggest it. Like specifically the women's outfits kind yeah. of suggest it. Also, he'd made this is his third video game adaptation. Yeah, so, and this is a video devil. game, which I didn't know because I've never it, played it. Wait, really? You yes. didn't know this was a video game? No, I was like, so I was like, what you, the fuck, man? Is this? You seem you're all up on Blood Rain. You just uh, seem like a blood boy. I'm, uh, well, wow. I am a blood boy, but I mean something very different than this. Yeah, <laughs> when I say no, that. it. Yeah. If you if you watched from the DVD, it came with the game. Yes, it did. I put it in the DV, on the DVD player, not knowing what I was doing, and it was like, yeah, it was like game not playable, and I was like, what the fuck? So yeah. when I when no, I pulled it out, that's a PC out, game. Yeah, when I pulled it out, I was like, wait. They gave me a game with this. It it, yeah. le- it led to thir- the thirty most fun minutes of this entire thing was researching <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, because it's it's basically apparently. See, I thought Blood Rain was a popular game. Apparently, it's not popular enough to the point that they were like, "By the way, here's the game." They gave like, me the sequel. They gave me <laughs> yeah. they gave me the sequel, which was, oh, was right. much much less popular, I think. But I never yeah. played it. So like it, it, but like I'd seen the cover box. Like it, it seemed familiar. Yeah. Cover. Did you play it? Did you ever play the no. game? Okay. Why would I? It just seemed like a game that people played. So what you need, what everyone needs to know at the outset of this particular enterprise, is there's three movies, right? But yeah. and, and this, we are certainly going to we're going to watch do a all. podcast for each movie. Yeah, we're going to watch we? them all. We're going to I'm going to disavow all knowledge of it, as is my right. Of uh, course. But we're going to do them all. But Dave, did you know there's also a parody film? Of the Third Reich film called Blubberella that is also directed by you, a bull. <laughs> and it is a, a apparently entirely offensive, uh, but it's also a scene-for-scene scene remake of the third one, but with fat jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that exists, Dave. So that, that is Uwe Boll perfect. Yes. Because he made the movie Postal, which is, yes. it's one of those, it's like, it's one of the, it's like the under, it's like movie 43 where it's like, we're going to offend everybody. Right. Me and Tom, I believe, watched it. It has been completely erased from my memory. Of course. But I remember it was the most toothless uh, try of like shock horror or shock comedy where it was just like, oh yeah, we're going to make fun of like, we're just going to be like racist and shitty and not really have jokes. And it was just like, man, what a bummer. What a bummer. The- he is... Such a bad filmmaker. Yeah, he he's just got really bad taste, it seems. I watched a little yeah. bit of an interview they were doing with him after. So, like, they got an interview with him. It's on the DVD. And it's like, they're like, a meal with you a bowl, right? I'm going to call him you a... I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. So, like, 
<laughs> the setup tape. You need to watch it. It's on the DVDs. Yeah, that you I, the, it came with a bunch of special okay, features. So I noticed like, that. So they have salads in plastic plates, glasses of Jesus. wine, and he's drinking alongside the wine. He's drinking a Diet Mountain Dew. Perfect. <laughs> it's like perfect man. Oh, this is exactly who he is. Like we captured it in in one place yeah. setting. We captured it. Uh, yeah, it's incredible. He is. He's not a good guy. I'm I'm just assuming this, but I'm pretty sure he's not a good guy. And like, it, he's not. He's certainly not a good director. I uh, like. I don't like to judge people too much based on their art because people. I like just to, heard he was a, a prick as well. I like, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Uh, people people like to explore darkness and stuff. This isn't really an exploration. This is more of a. This is very close to an exploitation film. Like very very. I close. guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very close. It doesn't yeah. have it doesn't have enough nudity or gore well, to like be Dave, good. It, uh, well, Dave, did you know that the nude scenes were filmed with prostitutes instead of actors? Interesting. Yeah, he got a lot of flack for that. Like he just hired so like that's where it but starts like, to get to be like the Whoa. sex scene. She's I I mean I don't ca- I don't care. This is a weird conversation, but like she shows her boobs. Uh, right. The, ter- right, right. the Terminatrix. Right. Um. I'm sure it, that was in the contract and everything. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. sure. But yeah, the meatloaf scene, that just makes it even more uncomfortable. The That's fact what that I mean. Meatloaf surrounded by sex workers. Right. And it's not weird. actors. Yeah, it's weird. And it's it's also like, it just speaks to a level of like it not being professional. And again, I'm not, sla- I'm not slandering sex workers. I'm saying like, this no, is a person yeah, no. who hired them instead of doing the procedures that you should do to make nudity safe on set. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. That's the thing. No, no, yeah. It's not a slander on sex workers. Right. It's the idea of like hiring, like it's. It, I, I'm trying to think. It's it's like it's like uh, doing a fight scene and and hiring like MMA guys. And well, not <laughs> which he might have done. Uh, I I don't know because there's one character that looks like yes, he must I be an MMA down, guy. I wrote <laughs> down. Be. I can't believe this MMA bro is having a scene with Ben Kingsley. <laughs> That's right. I wrote that down. Yeah. I was like, this shouldn't happen. This should be illegal. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote like, down. This guy. Lo- this guy looks like he is a strip mall martial arts instructor. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he looks like. It's unreal. Yeah. Uh, I, let's. I want to start with him and the sure. fact that there isn't a single normal haircut in this no, entire movie. Not one. They're also not the same abnormal. They're all from no, like different they're fucking all eras. Different, yeah. yeah. They're all different films. <laughs> the doing? MMA guy has like an '80s rapper haircut, where it's like these designs. Yeah. Like yeah. Like in it, and then like Michael Madsen. Uh, get not his real hair. He's like assumes. a musketeer. He's like a. He's like a. Yeah. He's he looks like he's out of a romance novel. You yeah, know, like he's aging out of a romance novel. It's it's pretty incredible, right. really. Uh, yeah, his main Billy is Zane wearing what appears to just be like, like it it's it, it it it's obviously a rug because it's Billy Zane. Of course, and the yeah, man is balding, right? Uh, but it doesn't look like they tried to give him like. It looks like they just had one last wig in like the cart, <laughs> and we're like throw that on Zane. It's not brushed. Like it's no, just it's messy, really bad, and yeah. he's like supposed to be like a fancy vampire, and so it's like, did he just wake up? What is happening? I mean, the uh, one on Ben Kingsley is inexcusable. You yeah. can see the wig line the entire time. Yeah, like he, like if I'm him, I'm like, I'm so angry that I, like that they're or, doing this, you know? Yeah, or it's like they put it on him, and they're like, okay, we're just gonna do, it. and he's just like, don't touch me, roll cameras, <laughs> don't touch me. 
Let's just get. Let's just start. I'm gonna take some kind of rapidly make time expire. Like whatever yeah. I can do to make this day be over. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's it's a tr- also the other guy Sebastian. Who, by the way, I'm gonna re- be referring to that faction as the Madsons. That's that's the easiest way for me to Sebastian. Make sense of them. Wait, what's the character Sebastian? Yes, yeah, Sebastian I, is the other. I don't know Madsen. any of the names. He's the okay, other. He's Madsen. mullet. He's yeah, vampire mullet hunting Madsen. mullet. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. He's, he had a mullet, and it was like, why? Why does he have a mullet? What is that? Why would you do that? Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in yeah, sense. this this starts on like the set to Xena Warrior Princess. It's, it's <laughs> and, and they're um, it, it vampire like- hunters in a world that I guess vampires are just around they, like they did like, not make that clear because so, no like that was a problem that's a narrative problem right up top it's yeah. like wait a minute so everybody knows vampires exist vampires yeah. are terrorizing the world so then why is our hero the Daphneer, uh who is at least ostensibly a vampire why is she in a circus why do people even yes. want to see okay. that yeah so right she's a day walker right the circus was very confusing so i want to yeah. start with they're at the bar and he stabs a guy next to him who just happens to be a vampire. And I was like, how does he know that's a vampire? He did that mirror Are thing. Vampires? That, that oh. mirror, but the mirror thing was not that clear. Like I had to watch it three times to figure out what they were trying to do. Got it. Yeah. And it's it's like, okay, so in this world you can stab a vampire just in the stomach. Uh, and yeah. I guess I guess it's silver or holy, something. Holy I blade. Don't I don't know, man. They never explain any of this. Yeah. And no one reacts. Yeah, everyone's and like, so cool. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so they're just like vermin here. Is that it? Right. Right. And this vampire was just getting a drink. He wasn't hurting anybody. Also, so it, it, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't clear for a little while that that was a vampire. Like it just felt like he yeah, stabbed he just, some like, guy and he just turned into a ghoul. <laughs> he turned into an yeah, ash that's, ghoul. I assumed that like was I was it. like that must be a vampire, right? You did. I see. I didn't read a single word about this movie. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna oh, fucking not you ingest didn't know anything. About vampires. No. Okay. So yeah. I came in completely blank. It looked like a vampire movie, so it didn't take me that long. But it was right, definitely yeah. like what? <laughs> what is no, you're this? right because he stabs him in the stomach, and he crusts up, and it's like none of that translates to a vampire. I have no idea what any of that yeah. is. <laughs> like, and then so, the bar keeps just like, ah, you want a drink? <laughs> He's totally yeah. cool about it. Oh god. And so, and so, yeah, uh, they hear that there's a circus with a woman who like, who like is magical, and at first I was like. How many magicians have these guys killed? <laughs> Where many, like I've heard of a man magicians. who can yeah. make who can make doves appear from thin air, and they're like, "We better kill that guy. He's a vampire." <laughs> right, right. Like well, the fact that they're chasing down a circus, yeah, a circus it, act. They're like so. It takes about an hour of this extremely long hour and a half movie. Yeah, uh, it takes about an hour for it to be clear what exactly this group is trying to do. Yes. Like, you don't know what they're trying to do. So for all I know, because, again, they cast Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen has never been the hero of any movie I've ever seen him in. <laughs> including so, this movie. Right. So I just, <laughs> including I, movies where he's the good guy. <laughs> right. He's never been the hero. So I just assume, oh, he's like a murdering tyrant. Like, that's that's his deal. Yeah, you know? he's got to be the bad guy. Right. And, like, nothing about what they do undercuts that for a very Them very just, long time yeah just stabbing someone at the bar i think they're supposed to show their badass but they haven't introduced a world where vampires are bad right. or that those were vampires right so i was like he's just murdered that man for ordering a drink <laughs> right right that must like, be they must be bad yeah or like this is like a fucking uh like an apocalyptic wasteland type world where everything goes yeah. you know like yeah it, which it really could have been for a while 
Like just again. Yeah, you, the era. I I actually now that you mention it, I'm not entirely sure when this takes place. So I looked it this up. Could, I looked it okay. up. Okay, it's supposed to be the 1700s, which makes some of the wigs make sense. But yeah, you, it could still. It could have been the year 3000. It, it absolutely could have been the future. It absolutely yeah. could have been some war torn area in like the early 1900s. It could have yep. been so many fucking places and times. Yeah. you know. Uh, I hadn't yeah. even thought about that. Yeah, it's bananas. Well, again, like yes. so, we're going to be dunking on this director the whole time. That's what this podcast will probably be. Yeah, uh, and I'm not. This doing, is going to be a little more like <clears throat> fifty. Fifty Shades was like uh, the writer about mostly, right the like, writer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Twilight is just Twilight, yeah. man. That's a <laughs> Twilight. That's is a monolith of sorrow. Yes. Yeah. So. This is just. This is just uh, a mess. Yeah, this is this is mostly bad because of the director more than any of the other elements, which we'll be calling out. But the director yeah. failed on like comprehension levels here, so like that's what we're going to be constantly focused on. And I say that not because we planned it, but just because yeah. I know that's what's going to happen. Like, there's yeah, no, no, other no. Way. like Fifty Shades of Grey is a movie. <laughs> Like well, in the sense that it's you competent can tell what, enough. Yes. yes, you can tell what's happening scene to scene. Correct. This movie, I'm just like I, I am lost. I don't understand <laughs> who is who or why is what or what yeah. is happening. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's baffling. Yeah. And there's a lot of money going on in this movie for yeah, for how look shitty at all these it is. actors. Yeah, it's it, it was a 25 million dollar budget. That's fucking wild. It made 3.7. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Uh, we yeah, I'm glad that our purchase is a per, is a is a large percentage of sure. the money this movie is making now. Sure, yeah, uh, that's that's yeah. what it is. Uh, yeah, that is accurate to what it is. Uh, when we get to that circus, by the way, so like again, I these, think we're at, yeah, we're at the circus. Yeah, now, these guys right? do a murder, and then they're like, we got to find this circus freak. Okay, because they get a tip from the barkeep about that they have a they have a circus freak. Okay. Uh, so like, and we don't know any, anything about what that means at all. So they yeah, go to the circus. So many questions. Right. The circus. They go yeah. to the circus. They introduce our lead, our main character, uh, yep. whose name is Rain. We find out in four scenes. <laughs> Takes a while, but <laughs> Rain. <laughs> so, and they introduce her with standard vampire introductions. Uh, I mean, they were actually a little confusing. Did you say they, standard vampire? Yeah, because yeah, she drinks guess... blood. They, you know what I mean? Oh, she yeah. drinks blood and so heals this, her wounds. This, yeah, the circus act. So the act yeah. that the circus yeah, yeah. has created is we're going to torture this lady while you all cheat. Right. It was they like, bring who this would see lady. That? Who yeah. would watch it? They're, they're like, look at this woman. Water hurts her. And they hit her with water and it burns her. And then they kill a goat and everybody's like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make her drink the goat's blood and she heals. And that's the entirety of the circus act. <laughs> It's and like, I was like, this is the lamest circus act I've ever seen. Right. It's it's like, okay, so I understand that in like like ancient antiquity and medieval times and stuff, people like went to hangings and things. Yeah. And like so there's like, you know, I see that there's a crowd attraction to the macabre, right? That's not what this was. This yeah. was like, let's just torture a person because like like you're dissecting a bug. Right. And yeah. it was really weird. And I just didn't think people would be into it. And number two, if the world is being overrun by vampires, why do they care about this? Right. Woman? They're like, that's a vampire. Yeah. Why are we paying anything to see this horse shit? Yeah. Right. It's so uh, like uh, yeah. unclear. Entirely unclear. Yep. And uh, biggest biggest question for me. Why isn't she escaping? <laughs> why is she, she allowing this? Right. She, yes. We, yes. She, she escapes two scenes later. 
easily. And yeah. so, like, it's it, I don't know why she she they they throw her in her cell, which is for her to sleep on a bed of fur coats. And I was like, huh, huh. Uh, okay. Uh, and and like, it, it's it's weird because they're trying to show like, look how her life is bad. And then it's also like she gets fur coats to sleep on, and I don't know. And then this woman, like, <laughs> who I assumed was going to be wait, 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 who's going to be? A, I don't want to pass that by. Are okay. you offended by, by the idea? I'm saying that, that she has comfortable so bedding. I'm saying that if you're a set designer and they're like, we want to show how miserable her life is, you'd throw some hay in there or not have anything. It was so weird that she's fucking, she's she's sleeping on Triple X's coat. Like she's sleeping (laughs) on this beautiful fur assortment. And I was like, that's, huh. Okay. Like it's not a plot hole or anything. It was just like weird. It's a little more uh, comfortable than you'd expect given that they slice her to ribbons for their entertainment. Right, and they're yeah. trying to show that she's starting in this terrible place. Also, uh, she seems grossed out by herself. That was like a thing yeah. I know, like when they were describing her and like showing her, uh, like her character as a vampire. She also was like, Ugh. <laughs> like grossed, yeah, grossed out. I was like, she why? Was. Why does she feel like that? Uh, it really troubled me. She has a circus friend who yeah. I I just assumed would matter, but it turned out nope. she wouldn't. No. Not even in terms of like revenge or anything. Who gives her a necklace and it's like, here's my necklace. And she's like, thanks. And it's another one where she's like, if we don't see each other again or something. And it's like, how long has this circus been happening? Like, it, who knows? This is just any impossible this to is say. Just, right. She's like saying her goodbyes, but it's like nothing, nothing's happening. Like, as far as they know, they're going to be in this circus for another week or year or month. Like, it, it, there's no telling. It, it, but she escapes. It's it's in a time yeah. It's time bound. It creates a couple of other logistical problems, Dave, that need to be explored. I'm sorry. Okay. Here's okay. the first one. The first one is why does our hero Rain, who is a uh, a dampier, which is a half human, half vampire, a, a subject Dave and I happen to be familiar with, by the way. Yeah. Uh, why is she able to put on a cross necklace? Why does that I, not that's, harm? I think her? that's the rules. It's the rules, like in Blade. In Blade, he can go out and he's a daywalker, right? He's half vampire, half human. He could go out in the sun. But the lore, as far as I know, seems to be whatever they want. Well, they're, they're playing really fast and loose. But like, just to be clear, the entire plot hinges on the idea that there was once a vampire who was immune to all the deficiencies that all vampires suffer from, right. including holy water and uh, light and crosses those three things so they separated him into three body parts and like you know yeah. put them all over the land right and she also <laughs> like his heart his rib and his, his eye heart, his rib like, and his eye it's like, like huh yeah you got those things you, you got yourself Where's a super vampire uh i don't know man <laughs> i don't know so like the problem is they introduce her to us as having those deficiencies, but then she, for no reason, is not affected by crosses. A fact they bring up later as like she's evolved, but right. ha- but has she? I, it's very confusing. Well, all right, I'm going to go one step further and Thank ask you, you a Please. very basic question. Great, yeah, ready. <laughs> what makes the vampires in this movie powerful? <laughs> Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Uh, I suspect their power is mostly derived from uh, just being hideous to look at for the most part. Yes. And also, I suspect uh, it's because nobody wants to talk to Ben Kingsley that long. Yes. <laughs> like, he's insufferably boring and frustrating. Just, they just don't want to deal with Just to be him. clear. 
What what I'm saying is that in this movie, being a vampire appears to be all the bad parts mm-hmm. and no superhuman abilities mm-hmm. whatsoever. They can't at leap no from building point, to building. They don't fly. Yeah, at, they don't do anything. At no point does a vampire do anything vampire-like. They they are simply hurt by water. Yep. Uh, can't go out in the sun. Yep. Uh, and have to drink blood. But they are not powerful in any way. It's in any way. Michael Madsen has the easiest time with them. Michael Madsen, and he is struggling to do most of the stuff that they're asking yeah. him to do. He's uh, 2005's Michael Madsen. That's right. It's like yeah. it's like the director hadn't seen the hit film Signs, in yeah. which the aliens were allergic to water. Spoilers for Signs. And that pretty much ruined their invasion. That was pretty yeah, exactly. for them. Where it's uh, like, you know what? When you If you invade a planet... Make sure it's not covered in the thing that'll kill you. Right. It like, it's the be... equivalent of us trying to invade the sun. It can't... <laughs> it really is. Like, is it's exactly a very it bad idea. That's exactly what it is. It's like they're trying yeah. to master the sun. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's impossible that these people would ever gain the upper hand. Uh, it's impossible that there would be this many of them. Because, as far as I can see, nobody ever gets made a vampire. All that ever no. happens is vampires are killing other people and well, themselves and each other. This is the part where I was like, surely this will mean something. Right. Is, so right. she easily escapes the circus. Easily. Easily. Not through vampire powers. No. She just kills them all. Nah. Uh, yeah. Again, can't stress enough that they never show them doing anything superhuman. They just fight. And boy, the fighting is not good in Ooh. this movie. Ooh. So many cuts. Ooh. The sword. Did you notice that the swords aren't sharp? Yes. I noticed that all the <laughs> weapons are bad. They're all They're bad. All bad. They're all they're very all, bad. They're not even stage weapons. No, they're they, like they're like practice weapons. Yes, they are. They're shiny yeah. like they've never been used. They're not yeah. sharp. They look they look like what you give your kids when they're in a like their first Halloween costume where it yes. doesn't matter. That's how yes. bad they look. Uh, um yeah. but she kills she kills the circus and bites the lady, and I thought, oh, that's gonna her show friend. like her remorse. Yeah, her friend. Um, and then her friend's going to like come back as a vampire. No, Michael Madsen just kills her in the next scene uh, by stabbing her in the gut, which, again, apparently that's just how you kill vampires in this. Yeah. Uh, in this world. Which, again, makes they- you wonder, like, wow, what's the point of being a vampire? I can't figure out any advantage to it. Like, there's no seduction none. to it. They're, they don't, they're not elegant or in power or any of those things. Like, none of the things no, they you just, like about They're vampires. just people with different diets. That's it. Kind of. And like allergies. Yeah, they're they're actually just sickly is what they are. Yeah. And like again, not belittling that, just saying that that is de facto what they're saying. No, no, it they are it's worse to be a vampire. Way worse. In this world. Way worse. And I don't just mean like, oh, you're a spawn of Satan. I mean none of the advantages, <laughs> none of the physical advantages of being a vampire are in this are in this movie. It's yeah. they are they are not, they pale in comparison to the Twilight vampires. They really yes like, yes yeah. that the Twilight vampires would tear them to Pete would would kend yeah. all their heads off like nothing they would like it was nothing only if it happened in this universe it would bleed uh, outrageously like it was right. like it was a Tarantino parody or something yeah or a Monty uh, Python sketch yeah that's right yeah that actually Monty uh, Python is a pretty good touchstone for how the violence feels yes for right? sure. Like I, yeah, I would say because I I would say Tarantino does also did Monty Python style but it, because it's Tarantino. He's doing something. This isn't doing something. So yeah, Monty Python is 
It's just like bright red spurting blood. It's really comical. It's really, really clear that's the thing the director cared the most about. Yeah. Like the director was like, more than anything else, I want to see tons and tons and tons of blood. That's what yep. I want. And so that's what happened. Uh, yep. hope hope you like it, everyone. Uh yep. and sometimes I did. It definitely made sometimes. me laugh a few times. The ending montage. Oh my uh, god. Oh my god. <laughs> what what Why? was that? What? Why? 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 All right. But first we have to talk about because this is around the time the movie introduces Ben Kingsley. That's true. Which I am not joking when I say that he spends the entire movie in a room. One single room. Uh, never leaves it. Never. Yeah, and the movie goes on for days, if not weeks. <laughs> yeah. And they keep cutting back yeah. to him sitting in the same chair in the exact same outfit. Looking at nothing. Staring Looking at nothing. Looking at nothing. Yeah. He's just What is he staring. doing? Well, I think he, I don't know. There's like a couple guards and there's some torches. And if you look in some of the shots, the room is actually lined with people. Right. He has this like thrall army. Right. And it's like, are they talking? No. Do they do anything? No. Or are they just sitting there in silence? It is a joyless NPC convention in there. Yes. Like, it's like what you it's what the NPCs are doing when the care the protagonist character isn't it in really the room. Is. They're just really they are is. shut down like a fucking Disneyland ride with nobody operating it. It just shut yeah. down. Uh I wanna it's terrible. I wanna talk for a second about um I just I want Street Fighter movie. Okay, real quick. thank you, but can I just make one little comment so I don't forget it? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. we also like the one thing that we do get from Rain's murder, her her bite murder of her friend from the circus, right. is that she takes her friend's weird double blades. This movie right. thinks those double blades are so fucking cool. Right. And they and are... yet they don't use them, really. They're very dumb. Like, yeah, very, very dumb. Yeah, her friend uses dumb. them at the circus, and then yeah. she takes them. They're like... Sh- yeah, they're- the blades are like sharp nightsticks. They might as well be just two swords, but they're right. worse than two swords. Why aren't they two swords? Because I assume that's what the video game has, you know? It's, I mean, yeah, I can see how it'd be cool in a video game when, like, you know, they'll give you cool combos and stuff. But this this character and actress can't do those things. I was so going to say, it just looks be, dumb. They'd be cool if you knew how to do fight choreography, I bet. Right. But this movie does not. It relies entirely on cutting. The and, fights uh, yeah. are every yeah. blow, there's a cut. Every blow. And it gets to the point where it's, like, distracting. Uh, where you're you're just noticing that more than anything. It's also going way too slow. Like the people here are fighting at normal yes. human pace, where it's actually awkward. Because real yes. fights, you know, if you've ever Again, seen a real fight, they're not fighting like vampires right. or even like action stars. No, if you've seen a real fight in real life, one of the things that really hits you about it is that people are very clumsy and uncoordinated, and it gets weirdly emotional and it's awkward. Yeah, that's how the fighting feels in this movie. Yeah, you know, like real people fighting and not in a good Yeah, way. real people. Yeah. To the point that Ben Kingsley is just like, you're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, you're a vampire. You couldn't think of a better insult. All That's right, what fine. he said. He said it deadpan. Yeah. His eye, there was no light in his eyes as he said it. Just deadpan. You're oh, an yeah. ungrateful bitch. <laughs> yeah. This is like, Jesus Christ. Um, but no, back to Street Fighter. <laughs> um, when they visit the villain's lair in Street Fighter, He's like he like has a room that's clearly like a room for comfort, right? And right. that movie's not good, but like that like it's weird how like I think some movies don't forget that where like I, I would say Mortal Kombat, another video game fighting movie, does that where you whenever you cut to like the villain's lair, it's like how are they living? They're just in like a throne room. So like 
that's what they're going for. They're going for that vibe. But the fact that, like, it's not just one scene. The fact that they keep passing day after day and going back to it really shows that, like, you really get the feeling that he has not moved. Like, he's not going up to go to the bathroom. He doesn't have, like, a bedroom. He's nothing. He's just there all the time. And people walk in and go, like, my lord, I must talk to you. Pet theory, Dave. Uh, My pet theory is the montage at the end actually tells us what is happening on that throne. Like that throne is like is like that uh, that special plateau spot in the end of the first Lord of the Rings movie, where like like the seat of seeing because she where, sits on yes, it too. You're right. She sits on the throne and she has this like orgasm of blood and like I I think there was also the sex there if I don't if I remember correctly. Yeah. So all it's right, just so that- all the all the uh, extreme or violent or or titillating parts of the movie get paraded in front of her eyes at the end, right? Which we'll talk about in more detail. That yeah. is what I think is happening to him. He's just going through a cacophony of memory of all the shit. So he's just watching s- Blood Rain? Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, he's watching huh. the movie. But he's really enjoying it. He's right. deeply enjoying it. Oh, yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. That's probably, you're probably right. Yeah. The movie needs to say that out loud. Of course. Of course yeah. it does. <laughs> I mean, they need to say a lot of things out loud. I mean, yeah. if it wasn't for us, Dave, doing this investigation, this knowledge would be lost to human history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're the only ones that are going to figure it out. You know? Right. So, yeah, we got to do so it. Michael, Michael Madsen shows up at the circus the next day. And without talking to anyone, they just start chopping off heads and setting bodies on yeah, fire. Nobody says a fucking word while they're no one's they're like, des- who are you? They're desecrating corpses of their friends. Yeah. Desecrating them. People are just like hanging out in the background watching. Just like, oh, I guess it's another corpse desecration Thursday yeah, or like, whatever. Do you have a badge or something yeah. you want to show us? <laughs> a like, document? Anything yeah. to prove Why that this should here? happen. Nope. No. Nope. Uh, and then that's when they find the friend who's like, I've been bitten. Uh, so they stab her in the gut. And I, I guess that kills vampires. I, it kills um, anybody, I think. It, like In this movie, a sword yeah. stab to the gut is a, is a death sentence for everybody. Pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah, again, there's nothing special about being a vampire. Nah. Uh, nothing nothing then special. Then we get Billy Zane writing a letter. Wow. Uh, we learn that he's a vampire as well. Wow. I mean, that I needed to pause when this happened, Dave. I needed to pause and be like... Okay, like so, I like I like I had to collect myself a few times when I was watching this. Movie, yeah, like, I understand. Out. So like, this was a moment where I was like, "All right, so like, what did we learn from any of that?" And I still didn't know what the, so this group was trying to do. So no this, idea. It, oh, no idea. But I know now what because he's writing a letter to like his daughter. Um, and what yeah. we learn is I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Michelle Rodriguez is supposed to be Billy Zane's daughter. Yes, that's correct. Yes. And Billy Zane is a vampire. We know because we see that he has bite marks, even though vampires heal. So right, not he sure has what a scar that's... of a... Well, it's to tell us that he is a vampire. That's what we're supposed right. to learn. It doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, another thought about this movie. I don't think they had a single prosthetic fang available. Nope. I think there's nope. a, a couple parts. There's a part where a little boy is literally like, show me your fangs. And she goes, hey. And it's just her regular teeth. They don't like CGI and fangs. Right. They don't. She's not wearing fangs. Uh, and the boys goes ah and runs. And it's like huh. And I, the way I, the reason I bring this up is because if you want Billy Zane to be a vampire, show that he has fangs. You know, do something right, of like course, that. Obviously, like let him drink blood out of a chalice. 
you know yeah. like fucking everybody does uh, yeah it's yeah. blood out of a chalice nice like easy like right. subtle but not too subtle well the uh, way that people drink in this movie if they're a vampire by the way it's like they forget how fucking liquid works they're yeah. like spilling it all over their bodies while they're drinking she gets it. a she gets a blood mustache yeah it's like come on dude just because you drink yeah. blood doesn't mean you're a complete fucking asshole when you drink yep. get out of here gets a, a blood ma- ma- here's the other thing. vampires okay so vampires are sexy right i mean and, sometimes not in this well, movie no no not in this movie but yes. broadly yes but what i'm saying broadly vampires yeah, are sexy broadly, and the yes. reason why is because they dress sexily they're right? always they're always young they're always like in the perfect yeah. physical form right and a lot of their what they do is mouth stuff <laughs> it's like it is. It's all right. mouth stuff. It's, it's very oral. It's, these it's an oral group. Pouty lips and like the, the fangs. Yeah. And the blood dripping from the lips. And it's sexy. And they gave her like a, a five year old's milk mustache. They just ruined the whole the thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how do you find the least sexy ways to do this? Because the movie wants to be sexy. It absolutely it, wants to it be would, sexy. It would have liked to have added sexy to its thing. Yes. Yeah. That's not and the first fails. thing it wants to be. It completely fails at being sexy. Oh, yeah. No, she she drinks like she doesn't understand how a cup works. Yeah. It's really dumb. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's dumb and it's frustrating. Uh, yeah, I don't know why Billy Zane is a vampire. Like, I don't get what... I don't know what that gets us in this story at all. Uh, all right. I, do, I don't know. Yeah. Because what... Spoilers, Michelle Rodriguez, who, again, doing an accent, and I think it's because she's supposed to be Billy Zane's daughter... The thing is, Michael Madsen isn't doing an accent. Just nope. let, right. let her be just her let Michelle Rod- Yeah, because she barely speaks in the movie, and I think this might be why. Because she cannot do the accent. She can't. They and also that's okay. Have, they also have, like, blue contacts on her and shit. It's like, yeah. you cast Michelle Rodriguez. Let her be who she is. Yeah. You know? I don't on. know if they knew who she was yet, because it's 2005. Oh, she was already in Lost. Yeah, She's no, already they been in Lost. Known. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, he writes a letter to his daughter who then will betray him or whatever. Um, no, she doesn't betray him. She eventually betrays her friends to him. That's what happens. Right. right. I mean, like, whether we understand that or not is a matter of discussion. But, like, yeah. like so this was to set up a betrayal that Michelle Rodriguez's character, Katarine, will later enact in, a, in the most ham-fisted way possible. Right. And you would expect her to be her to be a problem for our no hero. no and right right they do this thing where they spar early and it's like setting up like this uh, rivalry and then when the the showdown happens it lasts thirty seconds and it, it also so God I don't want to so like when we're getting the, ahead of ourselves yeah yeah I don't want to get too far down I but I want to talk about that so Billy Zane by the way this writing this letter thing what what we haven't said yet is. That he's dictating a letter yes. to a very uh, is the word sassy appropriate here? He's like, sassy. He's yeah. got he's got a a, a mildly disapproving uh, servant who they're is, like doing a bit like Billy yeah. Zane. They yeah, had him doing for a, a day. Yeah, and Billy Zane looked at it and was like, "Can I like do a bit?" And they were like, "I don't see why not." Like I I got the impression that there's a few actors in this who are clearly better than the film. Yes, who showed up and were like, "I'm gonna do a thing." Actually, like because I'm bored having, or drunk. Having done all the research of reading a Wikipedia page, here's the thing that will delight you to hear, Dave. So uh, the director thought the first script was bad, but instead of doing rewrites, 
just said, I'll take it and fix it. And he kind of messed with it a little bit and then couldn't get it to work. So he just turned it over to the actors to rewrite it as they felt. Wow. Yeah. That's what happened. Oh, that's so good. Yes. And then the actors, they have, first of all, actors aren't writers. That isn't to say there are actors who are writers, but but that's not the same job. Right. That's not the same. Yeah. I, the, the example I always think of, and it, it delights me every time is whenever Kevin Smith talks about working with Ben Affleck, who thinks he's hilarious and will improv, and every okay. time he improvs, Kevin Smith will go, "Okay, cut. All right, Ben, let's uh, let's do a take where you say the lines I wrote." Because his <laughs> improvs are always just the worst things ever. Of course. And Kevin Smith has to just sort of like every time be like, "Okay, cool, cool, Ben. Now, uh, why don't you say the lines just for safety?" You know, <laughs> like. Uh, and so I think of that where it's like Ben Kingsley, for example, tremendous actor. If you had him like write some improv comedy. I bet it would be terrible, you know? Yeah. He, so I, I get, and what, Billy what, Zane, what are we going to talk about? Uh, so I, I want to talk about Ben Kingsley for like, a, I want to do a whole section on him. Yeah. Is that, is now the time you think for this? I or? don't know. We can get, we can keep going okay. through the movie. All right, Cause I want to talk about what he's up to in this movie. Uh, he's but, not up to much. No, right. <laughs> right. I, I want to speculate Dave, as we are wont to do. Billy Zane. I think he's her father, right? Is he her father? That's what they say. There's problems with that that I'm going to get into. Uh, so, okay. Billy Zane is dictating this letter to his servant who's writing it down. His servant clearly doesn't approve of the writing of it. <laughs> like, yeah. The servant's clearly like... Mm, Again, think- they're doing a bit. Like yeah, they're, yeah. they're breathing life into this movie. Right. If I, as far as I'm concerned, this is the best idea of the movie. <laughs> That's right. So, like, the way this bit ends is uh, that... He asks the writer, how'd you feel about the last bit? And he says, it was great. And he says, you're a suck up. <laughs> and yeah. Just, and then dismisses the man who seems clearly hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. I legitimately hurt him. That's the end I of their scene. Ever, yeah, we ever, never get them back, right? Right. That's, Does Billy Zane that's even the, come back? I think he Yes, might. once. Uh, that's the end of their narrative for today. Yes. It's, it's uh, a terrible tragedy. It's I'm, sorry. I'm sorry if you can hear the chaos happening behind me in my microphone you I might can well i think uh people will hear it possibly well uh, too bad for them <laughs> hey listen listen we give it to you raw we give it to you real here yeah we do uh, we're, we're raw dogs <laughs> couple of raw dogs. i don't think any amount of protection could have kept us from tragedy with this film <laughs> i really don't think i don't think there's any yeah. way to keep this safe dave i so, really don't um, so blood rain saves a family from vampires because again <laughs> vampires are just crawling all right. over this place. Why does she do There's that? There's just uh, because she needs a ride, and she's like, "I don't want to hurt you." She eats the vampire's blood. So again, no, no, like no rules there. It doesn't matter. You know, like an interview with a vampire, you can't drink dead blood. Doesn't matter in this. Yeah. Um. By the way, at and, this point in the movie, it is not yet clear that she's not a vampire. Right. right? It's not. We, it's we don't not really clear. know. We sort of assume she's special. I assume she was special because because they say that, but you don't yeah. know how. You don't know what that means. And like she's acting yeah. just like a fucking vampire. Yeah. Right? Like she really is. She's identical to a vampire. Also, like, okay, so I I I know that it's tedious, but like I feel like we have to remember when you bite a person as a vampire and don't kill them, you've made them into a vampire. <laughs> that's how yeah. that's how becoming a vampire works. This happens over and over in this film. Nobody ever becomes a vampire. And no. I find that very frustrating because I want people no. to accidentally be vampires. You know? Right. None, none of the vampire things happen. None of them. Um, 
she gets a ride to this town, right? And a psychic woman is just like, "I have the plot over here." I have right. the plot. <laughs> yeah. Did you need structure? <laughs> I have it for you. Here's the axe. Yeah. Here's how they work. Yeah. She literally asks him, why, why are you telling me this? And she says, because it's my purpose. She might as well say, because that's how it was written. Because the first act must end, my dear. Yeah, uh, a psychic lady starts, she tells her exactly what she needs to do. She says, she says like, there's this other vampire, or he split himself into parts, you got it. Like, she explains the entire thing while dealing, like, tarot cards that she never looks at. Right. Uh, and so it's like, yeah, she's just reading the script. Yeah, it, it feels... It's it's the worst kind of exposition because there's no emotional motivation to anything they're saying. Yeah, uh, it's a real problem. Also, this woman has a a California American accent. Yes, so, like it, it was like oh, so why are they doing this thing with Michelle Rodriguez here? She might as what well are they doing. She, yes, she might as well have been Toad from Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she just walks up to him, and Toad says, "So here's what's going on." Like, it might as well have just been that. Yeah. Did you need a star? Here you go. I got one laying around. Yeah. Here's uh, a free star. Yeah. And here's here's the castle you have to go to. Right. That's because right. it's just this psychic randomly in this town who's just like, I have information for you. I'm going to tell you <laughs> what you need to do. So just very quickly, though, the movie, I think, accidentally implies that. So so what when the scene starts... Rain is walking into this, uh, we'll call it a carnival of murder orgies, and it's not the same one that happens later. What's happening is it right. looks like a bunch of people approaching sex workers who then turn out to be vampires and kill them. Nobody nobody can see beyond three feet in front of them or to the side, so no one yep. seems to learn that that's what's happening here. It's just happening in a row, like in a giant field, an alley, right? So what happens Wait, is- which- Sorry, which time is this? This is, this is the, the this is before uh, okay. Rain meets the the clairvoyant the psychic, psychic yeah. figure, right? So what happens is Rain decides I'm going to intervene in one of these. So she kind of gives the gives the uh, the sexy eyes to a female vampire who's then like, oh, okay, and then Rain just bites her in the neck, and the female vampire just lets it happen and dies. And it's You're very, right. That it's, is what happens. And it's very like, what? <laughs> Why? There's no struggle yeah. here? Nobody saw anything except for the psychic who seems to see it and say, ah, it is you. <laughs> like, that was the signal somehow between them? It was, very, un it was very unclear. It's very unclear. Baffling. It's all very unclear. unclear. Yeah. Yes. Adding to that, after Rain leaves this conversation with the psychic, she's like, you know, hurrying out of town. They have one of the funniest shots I've ever seen of somebody spying on her. It's like a close up of a dude slowly turning to camera with the angry mug on, man. Just angry <laughs> face. <laughs> slowly turning to camera. It couldn't be done funnier. It, there's, yeah. there's, there's no way to make it funnier. It's the funniest thing it's there's wild. ever been shot. That Ewe Bull is like, I could do comedy. It's like, my friend, you've been doing comedy. You just don't realize it. Like, I, uh, I really thought about what could I do to make that funnier? I don't think yeah. I could. I do not think it's possible. <laughs> I really no, there's don't. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, she goes to a monastery to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she shows up and she's like, I'm a weary traveler. I, need I just food. need a place. Yeah. And, and they set her up like a restaurant. They, they, right. They're just like, the guy seats her. 
yep. he like brings her to his seat and there's a lit candle and they serve her with like a little napkins and they're like here's your meal uh you can sleep over there when you're done thank you and he walks away like a server at a restaurant right and it, there's like they even got her bread <laughs> it's bread stew she had a pretty nice yeah. stew it's like yeah. dude you know if you're a if you're a traveling wayfarer in this part of the town of the county it's pretty nice Right. It's pretty cushy. And, her, and then her bed is like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> so it's like, it's like okay, we can really feed you. Right. Sleeping, right. not so much. Right. You came to the right place food-wise. Yeah. Yeah. She goes into the dungeon yeah. to find the eye. She's, she's noticed by the rich guy from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yep. That's uh, uh, thrilled to uh, see Udo him. Udo Kier. Udo Kier. I was thrilled to see him. Just like, oh, just yeah. happy to see him. Love him. He has yeah. a great career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. She, she goes into the dungeon and meets uh, the mini boss. This is uh, not explained. No. Right? I don't know what his deal is. I will say, out of all the magical creatures in this movie, I think he might be the best one to be. I really do. Yeah. I think this guy might be the best thing to be in this world. Well, he's just like napping in yeah. this dungeon. He is a ghoul. Yeah. He is a yeah. melty ghoul. Like it's a bit. He's like a... He's like a zombie monster. He's like a Resident Evil monster. He looks pretty. Um, cl- he looks pretty close to like the orc captain from like the last two Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, looks and pretty to clear, close to that. Nothing in this movie looks like him, and nothing no. will look like nah. him. He's a one of a kind. He is. Yeah, yeah. He is a completely different kind of monster that they never explain or get back to. Uh, no. I don't know what he is. This is a world of vampires. And imagine like a world of like imagine Blade if then one of the henchmen was like a shark person and they never <laughs> right. explained it. Like like I know I make this comparison a lot in my video game podcast, but I will say like this was the moment that felt the most dark soulsy of anything sure. in this game. Or excuse me, in well, this movie. my suspicion is that this is a character from the game, right? I guess that's my must guess. Be. Yeah, because he be. has a signature mallet. Right. And he has yeah. Right. Like it feels like it actually reminds me a little bit of um, uh, like Mortal Kombat had Reptile in the movie and Reptile is kind of just there and you're like, he's different, huh? Yeah. Or like Baraka yeah. in the Mortal Kombat Annihilation where they're like, and we have a monster. And it's like they kind of have to shoehorn it in. That's what this felt like, which is like, this is clearly a game character that they felt the need to shoehorn in. But he's just guarding a monastery and they never say like, ah, you got past our ghoul. Like they never right. say anything. Right, right. He's ne- like it's never been like Brother Albus has had some trouble in the cellar. Like none of that right. happens. I'm not even right. sure he works there. Like I don't uh, know why he, they gave he's him a chair. There. They gave him a chair. Yeah. I I feel like they've But he could have eaten him. the guard and taken his place. That's true. He's just a monster. That's possible. In this dungeon. We could have a replacement guard eaten situation. I yep. I agree. Yeah, he is unexplained. I do feel like we could have done a good twenty minutes on what his deal was. And the movie wouldn't have been worse. Like, you no, could have cut it, it from literally anywhere in the movie. I don't care. Cut 20 yeah. minutes out. Give us 20 minutes on this guy. Would have liked it. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what he's doing there. If they pay him. No. Uh, no idea. And he, he flips out and starts attacking her with a mallet. And she just smashes his fucking head in. Yeah. And yeah. one more extremely boring fight. It's a really boring fight in part because the geography of it gets confusing. So, like, I don't... I know that people don't want to like get into too many like the weeds of this stuff, but like yeah. one of the reasons why you know the fight is super fake is that like they 
they keep cutting back to wides where they're in different spots in the room while they're fighting. So it's like yeah. they're not in the same area of the room for the fight, which means they're kind of just improving it as they go. That's what it feels like. It that's is yeah. it, it really felt like it was like they get, they gave them a day to learn like stagecraft. And then was like, all right, and then when we get to the day, we'll just cut around it a lot. Because, again, they cut on every blow. Uh, they have and to. It looks, uh, yeah, because it looks terrible. The fighting looks terrible. It's like, I, you and me could do better fighting. I Ooh. think. Ooh. I honestly think if you gave us, Ooh. like, a couple days and a couple swords, I think we could film a better fight scene. I think you're underestimating how important it is for the viewer that the fighters appear athletic and capable. <laughs> I think you're underestimating that. We'd work that. it in. Yeah. No, we'd be, we'd be smart enough to work that in. Okay. Where we'd both be out of breath, and that'd be part of the fight. Is <laughs> like, we'd be, we'd be, it, like, no, yeah, honestly, wouldn't that be a, a great lot, fight? A, a great lot fight of sweating. between two people yeah. just so out of shape that they constantly have to take a break. Yeah, somebody's throwing up. Uh, like, yeah. just like, it's like, man, are they going to make it? Like, are yeah. they going to even get God, through this fight? I don't I think so. I want that. I want that did for you, a fight scene so bad. Did you ever see the fight scene in um, Deadwood? It was in season three. Where is this the one where he fights the guy in the street, pulls his eye? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the closest I've ever seen to this idea. Yeah. And it was brutal. I was, it was brutal. Yeah. I would say Pineapple Express has a good fight scene, which is between three people who don't know how to fight. So it's very fun. <laughs> it's three yeah. stoners fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Us being incredibly athletic, unathletic and like tired and like out of breath and like uh, not being able to really hurt each other because of those problems would yeah. make the funniest fight of all time. It would, but so, I think it would be a better. We we'd be able to figure out tension in a fight scene. Well, if better if, than this, if somebody was competent filming it, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna leave that standing. I just think it's incompetently filmed. You know, like it's, yes. it just isn't filmed for action. It doesn't. It's not well done. Sorry, it's bad. Yeah, it's she not smashes great. the things head in, and proceeds into the blade room, which is like a uh, Indiana Jones style trap. Which we will never have another thing like this. The next time they find an artifact. It's just in water. It's right, just right. underwater on the ground. It's It really sets up this idea like, oh, there's like an ancient civilization behind this or something. Right. And like, like and it's constantly, it's one more tone where I'm like, oh, is this going to be treasure hunting? Right. No. Right. And it's not. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, because the cool thing about Indiana Jones is like, you always feel like somebody anticipated these guys doing what they're doing. That's part of what right. that's part of and like they have to overcome that. And that's part of what raises the tension of it. Yeah. Like in this, it just feels like a hap like this is a thing that happens in movies. Right. So it's this scene now. Like it's right. all very it's either, scattershot. Yeah. It's either something that was in the video game or they saw Resident Evil and it was like, we want a trap room. But it, it it's so inappropriate for the rest of the film. So she goes in, she starts walking and then a bunch of CGI blades start freaking out. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's a blade room. Yeah. It's a blade room. It's it's and they it's very silly. Yeah, and it's just like it's like not too big. It's like it's like not that big of a room. And she flips across it, and the blades go zip 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 fire. And then she gets the artifact. And the funniest moment is she gets it, and then just starts walking back through the room. Right? Like, Why did she not, know the blades were going to stop? Yes, exactly. I wrote that down. The blades yes. stop, and she knows the blades. Yeah. How would she stop. know that? Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, because any other occasion, she just could chop the fuck up. And then the, the room starts flooding. And that's something that would only be bad if you're a vampire. Because it floods to be ankle deep and then stops. And she right. has to like get on the ceiling. Right. Because she put a sword on the ceiling for no reason. 
Well, I don't know why she put that sword in the so ceiling. So the swords, it seemed like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to explain what I think the movie was trying to do. I think okay. what's, what's happening is when she saw those, she saw the blades were activated by motion. Again, very clearly, this is probably from a level in the game, right? Yeah. So it looks like something out of a video game. So she throws the blade in the room. Now, one fact about this that troubled me deeply is that she buries these swords like six inch, six inches deep into stone. Like yeah. the the level Just of by force, them. the level of force required for that. This woman could never have been imprisoned by anybody ever. Like it's just not possible, right? right? So no, that. it's ridiculous it's, that she's ever been in a prison. It's a, yeah, no, well, one of those things isn't true. That's, that's all later, I'm say. Yeah. Later, she gets imprisoned, and it's like this shouldn't be a problem. No, she should be able to yeah. literally hurl those gates through, like to the moon, if she wanted to. Like that's how yeah. strong she is. Anyway, I think she's throwing the blades to make the blades get. She's throwing her blades to make the floor blades get triggered so she gets to see the pattern and then she right. kind of like ninja leaps using the blades embedded in the concrete over to the artifact and then she leaps back to them to get away from the water but then of course you know she can't she tries to hang on the blades because again she buried these blades a foot into this concrete like right. so that they can support her fucking weight that's how deep in them they are supposed to be i think that's as much sense as it can make yeah, uh, but yeah, and then I I think maybe they shut off the trap because so it no, starts no, she filling absorbed with water. the eye. She absorbed the eye, and the eye made her immune to water. No, That's I know happened. that. Oh, okay, All right. but why is the water only ankle deep, uh, dude? Yep, yeah, man. Because <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, man. If that is so. If this is a specifically to for vampires, then you're just burning their feet. They can still get out of there. Like, they show that they throw water on her arm in the beginning. It doesn't melt her. It just burns her arm. So why only ankle deep? If, if this was for humans, ankle deep wouldn't be a problem at all for anybody. You know, I think if you're put, creating a trap to kill vampires in this world, the most obvious thing that should happen is just fill the room with light. Yeah. You know, like, like, it's inescapable. Or you know? fill it with water. If the right. water, Holy water kills them, you have to right. fill it with water. Right. It's just weird that the water only goes ankle deep, and she's like, ah, and has to... Like, her enemy in this scene is ankle deep water. That's it. <laughs> That's the big baddie right by, now. By the way, is it holy water? No, I think it's just water. Okay. I th- because at the circus, they just sure? say, like, water burns her, and they throw water on Are her. Are you sure it wasn't holy water? It, I hope it's holy water because otherwise, anytime it rains, right, they're in right, trouble. Right. I'm thrilled by the idea that some priest somewhere in this in this abbey has to like bless just vats of water in order to keep yeah. this trap re- working. Like right, they, but they again, have to do it. It's not that much water. I can't right. stress this enough. <laughs> it's not. It's ankle deep, and it doesn't. It's not like Wicked Witch rules. Right. Like, it just isn't. Right. God, I'm so, so I don't know, I, I'm so deeply depressed that this is the first one. <laughs> like I'm so depressed that there yeah, are two more this of these. Is, oh, Adam, <laughs> this is as good as the movies. I know, I know. Ben Kingsley is certainly not gonna be in the other ones. Yeah. They're not gonna get any celebrities. Yeah. I know. It's gonna be a downgrade after downgrade. They didn't even keep her. Like even the nope. main character didn't come back. Yeah. Why would she? <laughs> I'm so I don't know, man. It's uh yeah, I know. It just yeah. sometimes you got to sit there and really think about what you did. 
You know? Yeah, it's a real bummer. Really got to think about what you did. This is a real bad time we're having. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fucking terrible. Like I, yep. I was just like really bummed out. <laughs> I was really bummed out at this point. It's, real, it's a real bummer. Uh, there's another funny. So, there's like a couple of really funny lines that happen in here that I didn't write down, but I did write down the impression they made on me, which is this movie absolutely feels like any moment it could have turned into a porn film. Like yes. literally any moment it could have <laughs> happened. It all feels like. No, it definitely has the vibes of a porn film yeah. without the porn. Yeah, like any minute, like a porn it could parody. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the eye, she has the eye. It falls, and now this is when things get confusing. So the eye looks into her eye, and then becomes her eye. Right. She absorbs it. Is what's explained later. Like it's like two thousand one space odyssey. Yeah, a odyssey bit. scene. Yeah. Where it like war, it like become it just it, they do it in this really abstract way. Like you don't see it turn into CGI and like suck into her skull. She it's just the reflection of the eye is in her eye until it be, her eye is now the eye. Right, and then and they don't later. Ki- they're like, we have to cut that eye out. Right, and it's like, why can't you just magic it out? Yeah, like why don't you stare at her? Yeah, why don't you do an eye stare? That's what she fucking yeah. did. Uh, like, and it, you seem to know something of the procedure here, sir. So, you know, that's weird. Yeah. Also, like, they don't always give the eye color. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes she has the color of the eye, and sometimes she doesn't. And I couldn't yeah, figure out if that meant anything. Yeah, some days they didn't have the contact. <laughs> no, no. It's, I think or it's, they didn't want to do I think the it's CGI. always CG. Yeah, I think it's always yeah. CGI. And, like, they just missed it a bunch of times. And yeah. I, I couldn't figure out what that was supposed to mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was supposed to mean anything. <laughs> I don't know either. Hey, I'm just try- uh, I'm trying to find the meaning here, Dave. I'm really trying. <laughs> yeah, she gets out. Udo Kier is suddenly her friend. There's like a fight sequence that is one of the most lackluster fight sequences, considering how much gore is happening. It's atrocious. Like a, atrocious. A man gets lazily cut in half, if I recall. Yeah, like it's very clear. Like they didn't quite time it just right. So like he's like ch- like he's he's getting stabbed, and then he's like oh oh like waiting yeah. for the half to fall, like the bottom half to fall. Yeah, all the people, all the gore effects, the people all look like annoyed or confused. Yeah. Like there's a guy who has his face stabbed (laughs) and he's just sort of like wincing a little bit as the sword is supposed to be through his face. (laughs) Yeah. Like they all, they all seem like, it it feels like every, it feels like every shot ended with uh, the director going cut and the actor going, oh, you, oh, that was the take? Yep. Oh. I thought we were rehearsing. Yeah. I thought we were rehearsing. uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like every shot in the fight sequence is really ultimately designed to see an arm get chopped off or to see a, a throat get slit right? or a blood splash somewhere, even if the blood splash is impossible or unmotivated or yeah. unclear. Doesn't matter. And the to shot's their credit, that. it's practical. But it's I, all think practical, that's yes. what fuck, I think that's what fucked them up because it looks it looks like every time they show one, it looks like everybody involved is more focused on getting the effect to work than to like act it out. I mean, that's what it looks like. I think what you're learning from that uh, is how the director, what the director's focus was like to me, right. like, so, and I mean, in a, in a sense that's obvious, right? It's like, well, yeah, cause he cares about the effects, but I think what's happening is that probably behind the scenes, the director is so clearly FX focused that everyone's, yeah that everyone's brains are attached to getting that right. And he's not focused on the scene. He's focused on the effect, which therefore right. makes the scene not make sense. You yeah. Know? 
Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's how that's how it looks to me. And it's by the way, it's an easy thing to do if you're really into effects or if you're not experienced with effects. Yeah, that you makes know? sense. Like it's really easy to get really worried about how's this thing gonna come off. You know, like how will how will the effect go over and not think right. about does it feel like it's part of the scene? You know, right? Am I selling it? Yeah, right. right. Like, is the emotion here? Because that's what it's really yeah. about. Uh, yeah, and it's the answer atrocious. is the answer is no. <laughs> The I've never, never seen. There. Yeah, I've never seen this level of gore be this boring. Yep, I was bored, absolutely yeah. bored. Yeah, uh, I, I wrote down meatloaf. I wrote. Oh, oh no, man, you're missing a thing. I oh, wrote. No, what am I missing? I wrote down when did the Madsons get here? Because the Madsons just show up. Right. They just like, and it's like, wait, how did they find her? Like, like I couldn't. No idea. Yeah, yeah no how, idea. How, like, and why are they killing people here? Like, the Madsons just run in there and start wrecking shop. On right. the thralls, who I believe are from uh, the the karate instructors team, who works for yeah. Ben Kingsley. There's three factions here. Yeah, and it's unclear. Yeah. It's very unclear. Yeah. Udo Kier's faction. I'm just like, what are these monks? Yeah, why? Are they're th- just like we we are guardians of this vampire of the eye. eye of the eye, and then and then they aren't sort of involved later. Like I know they're, I don't they're think done. They ever come back once yeah, the eye gets done. absorbed, they all like go off and become attorneys or plumbers or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're done. We never see them again. Their religious order has been absolved. Like they just, <laughs> they just, they find new meaning in life, man. That's it. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's right. I mean, most of them are dead though, to be clear. The vast majority of them die in this ridiculous. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking blood orgy. Uh, Does it go great for them? Yeah, I did. I so you mentioned the slicing in half. I just wrote down the slicing in half was deeply funny because yeah. it was. It gave me a belly laugh. Uh, yeah, it's this guy like oh, yes, <laughs> like falling. Also, slowly, the literal, like it's slowly the, falling in half. <laughs> the actual funniest thing I saw in this movie happened in the sequence, which is why I'm slowing us down. There yeah. was a man who was just he was bloody on the ground. With entrails, his entrails exposed to the universe. Right? Oh, when they're just and they're just his eating entrails? his entrails. <laughs> that was the funniest fucking thing, because that comes back at the end too. Uh, they really wanted us to see that, and it is that is like a Monty Python <laughs> bit. Because I don't. Okay, that is. It's Why like, would you it's do like, that? Why would you it's do the it? Monty Python. It reminds me of like in Monty Python when in Holy Grail, yeah. whenever you see a peasant, yeah. they just be like slapping a cat against a tree, <laughs> or like slapping mud or something, because that's what it feels like. It's yeah. such a, um, it's such a slapstick idea. It which was is like okay, the man is chopped in half. His entrails are everywhere. He's done. He's done. That's it. Yeah. He's yeah. He's, you're that's you're all set. Yeah, you don't need to kick at his entrails. He's not even feeling that. It was like no, so, he, like, nobody could feel it. it. Yeah, it was breathtaking. Like I, I wheezed, laughed. I laughed very hard at it. I had to stop. Uh, yeah, I, I, I took a little. Like I took a brief ten minute walk. You know, just <laughs> get, I did. I'm serious. Brief ten minute walk. Stopped laughing at it and like wrote it down. I almost texted you. I was like, I almost was like, but I'm like, I'm, no, nah, I'm not gonna spoil yeah. anything. Uh, I it just it's there's no reason for it. It doesn't make no. any sense. I can't understand what motivated that. Like, cause you ball behind the camera just being like, "Yes, punch the entrails, punch them." Like, I think I can't figure it out. Okay, so yeah, it's not done for comedic reasons. If this was well, a comedy, I know exactly <laughs> right, why they did. Right, 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 right. Yes, I think the idea was to show this. He wanted he wanted this to be gnarly. He wanted it to be gory and over the top. Like he wanted that. Yeah, uh, and 
And so I think the thought is like he wanted a bloodbath and he wanted it to look like horrific and like this horrific, um, like terrifying battle, like a medieval battle, like something Game of Thrones would do. But he's not good enough. No, no. He's just not good enough. Yeah, he's not. And so he was like, what if they're like beating this guy until he's mush? And that I think that's what he wanted. But like he should have showed someone like if he had shows that same idea, but he's being trampled and people are running over him that there you go. Right. It's Dude, like they're not purposefully. No, doing no, it. no. I mean, like, I mean, yes, you're right in that that does make more sense. That's no, a better. Idea. No, Version, in the sense yeah. that no, we just don't need to see this. Like, we, we just don't need it. Of course, you know of course. I mean? But I'm saying I think that's what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I like I just I think the thing to take away from it that or that I take away from it is that like. That this is a bad sensibility. The yeah. sensibility here is bad because that's not a, a way, thing so, that should have been in the movie for like that made any sense. Yes, yeah. people listening should Google this. Don't watch yeah. this movie. No, no, don't watch. I don't it. know. It's if, bad. Yeah, I don't know. We should have explained that at the top of this. Don't watch this movie. Uh, but like, try to find like the battle sequences, the gory sequences. We watched the unrated version, so I hope couldn't it's tell still... couldn't tell what the difference there would be. I, I mean, I would say I don't think even people who watch movies that are bad and laugh at them will like this because it's not it's not I like comically stupid. Like a, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily do this on a Friday night, right? Like a movie night because there's some stuff to laugh at. Billy Zane's hair. There's these moments, but then there's a, it was hard to pay attention yep. to this movie. Yep, it was profoundly dull for lots of it. Uh, yeah. I, I have two more comments about this this fight sequence because there sure. was so much going on. Another thing, and it's a directing thing, but it really bothered me was there were tons of times that Michelle Rodriguez's character was helping Michael Madsen's character out, and I never yeah. knew where they both were in relationship to each other. Like, oh yeah, spatially. Like I was the confused. fights are nonsense. Yeah, I was confused about the geography to the point where I was like, oh, like where I. Where like I got my I got my mind got tripped up about what happened briefly like for a half a second, because I didn't know right. where they were ge- geographically, and that's a thing that like they talk about endlessly in film school, endlessly for for oh, reasons yeah. that are like oh yeah because it really trips you up, yeah. you know. Um, so there's yeah, that, there's, yeah. And I think probably the most important observation I'm going to make in this whole movie is this one, and that is. Michael Madsen really looked like he had a hurt knee or a hurt ankle or something. Like he just so, looked physically uncomfortable the Michael whole Madsen, time. <laughs> he he's he's the Robert Mitchum of our time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like he yeah. he he's got that Mitchum yeah, he attitude where he's a scary guy. If they ever remake Cape Fear for a third time, he would be a good Mitchum. Oh my god, he'd be um, so good. Yeah, yeah. He's got that. I'm a scary guy, and like I am threatening, but he is not a martial arts master. No. He is not a sword fighter. This is not the way he's scary. He's scary in the I'm going to put my thumb in your eyes way. Uh, or yeah. I guess I'm going to cut off your ear. Like in a Tony like Soprano way. Yes. Yeah. And and so it doesn't work for him to be like a plucky good guy who then has to like run around and fucking sword fight. He looks constantly like he's going to die. Yeah. Of a heart he looks uncomfortable. Like he yeah. does. Yeah. He, he does not look good. He just looks. He just looks his age. 
I mean, he's like probably in his right. late fifties here, I would think, or like yeah. mid fifties. And again, I mean, Keanu Reeves, he's in his fifties. It's it's about who you are. Like he's an action he, star, though. Keanu Reeves yeah. is in peak pinnacle condition. Michael, yeah, Michael Madsen is a specific. He's like Steve Buscemi or any right. other character actor, right. Where you use him for a specific thing. He is not this. Uh, and again, it's not. I mean, there's a world where you could make a version. Where, for example. Um, Cut his hair. Don't give him long, flowy hair. Make him more of like a gritty, like a like a like a rogue type, like with a pistol or something. Right. Like he's not right. he's not this like young spry like vampire hunter. Like, but you could take him and put him in the same role and change the role to fit him. Right? I yeah, I I think that They didn't do that. I mean, I think that they would have had to I think Michael Madsen would have needed to be motivated by the script and the act and the director and all the stuff to like yeah. really get into shape and and like you know yeah what like, I'm saying is you you could change the character in a way where I just, like he's like a, a gritty priest you know where if he like never you fights, do something if he doesn't fight yeah yeah no that's what I'm saying okay. he never fights or like maybe he has a gun and maybe he's like he only fights when he's in a corner he's maybe stabs someone every now and then. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a sword swashbuckler. Not in this form and with this budget and with whatever they paid him. They yeah, should no. have fundamentally changed. What what happened, I imagine, is Iwi Bull was like, I have Michael Madsen. <laughs> That's what happened, oh, right? Oh, 100%. Michael Madsen's people said yes. So let's put him in the movie. He should have been so... If I was him, I would have been thrilled that Michael yeah. Madsen said yes to this. Michael Madsen is very clearly... A much better actor than everybody else in this film, except for Ben. Kingsley, except for Ben Kingsley, yeah, who is horrible in this film, but like in general is a much is a great actor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is one of those roles where you're like, why would he do good? No, 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 no. <laughs> why no, would, no, why no, would he try? No, no. I I gotta go. I I like he was very very bad in this. Sure. Like as in like I think it was a choice. This is one of the things I wanted to talk about. So whenever we get to that part. I want to okay, talk about we'll that. wait. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Actually, we might be. We're gonna get to. We meatloaf. might be here now. Oh, okay. Then we're here now because there's an interstitial scene between this and Meatloaf, where <laughs> I think it's just to remind us that Ben Kingsley's in this movie, where yeah. they just like they <laughs> just open a door and a young like you know twenty year old woman is thrown in there. And where is Ben Kingsley and, right now? And ben is Kingsley it? is on the throne. Uh, yep, have, on his, his throne. Having in his, his room. blood visions. Right. And this is where we learn he's a vampire. I think this is the point of this scene, but uh, uh, maybe yeah, I think we knew it before because they say it, but it's the first time we see it. Okay. I think. So yeah, so it's possible. That, by the way, I would never blame you or me for like not retaining a thing they said. <laughs> like, sorry, no, that's you know, like they of don't course, des- of course. they don't deserve to for us to understand their plot. So this woman walks in the room and he's like, "Don't be afraid," which is like, well, she should be. And then he's like, come here. And then she just kind of walks over, then lazily lets him bite her. And she dies. Yeah. And it's and neither person seemed even remotely ex- interested in it. <laughs> no. Like they were it, both felt, it felt weird. Purely I'm bored. imagining being like a 20-year-old. Like, she might have been a model. She, she could have yeah. been an actress. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sure. And being told you're going to do this scene with Ben Kingsley. And you probably have to Google who Ben Kingsley is because you're 20. And it's That's just possible. like... possible. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. And I'm it's again, it's like the MMA fighter dude where I'm like, why are these people doing scenes with Ben Kingsley? Give him give him Michael Madsen. Like give him somebody who has an acting background for the love of God. It's not her fault. 
I, th- this is no, this it's is, not her fault. This is my it's big contention. So this is my contention. So I think you Bowles influence as a director who's not good with performance is most evident in that scene. Yeah. Because, uh, because neither of them seem to understand the underlying drama of why it's there. Neither right, of them know what's happening this here. scene where a woman is giving herself to be murdered. She should be sad. There should be something where it's like, Oh, my family's going to be better. Absolutely. Off. Yeah. Reasons. And, and it just, they both just sort of passionately listly, do this scene right where he's just like i'm gonna bite you and she's gonna get bitten and that's it now ben like here's my here's my guess on what happened with ben kingsley my guess is that ben kingsley was performing this as if he long ago lost all human feeling that's what i think he's trying to Mm do he's trying to create a character that long ago lost their humanity that checks out yeah and like the problem is that kind of character reads as the most passionless joyless confusing rendering of these lines and they don't it it doesn't make sense ultimately yeah and then you you need to show that in some way like they don't really show that yeah like her crying and sobbing would help but also like do something where he just doesn't care if people close to him die you have to work it into the plot somehow and they don't and also it's just a decision that doesn't work like i've seen it done in other movies and it didn't work there either for instance yeah you ever seen i mean i know you have castaway did you see castaway yeah okay so tom tom hanks in that movie spoilers for castaway you had 20 years this is on you yeah. uh he, he gets trapped on an island for four years right like on yeah. a deserted island so then and you know he had a, he had an, a fiance and like a whole life before he gets trapped there. So then they have this scene where he comes back, he gets back to regular life, and he has a kind of reunion with his with his fiance who has now married somebody else and moved on. And they have all these lines that are very emotional and dramatic, like they're very intense. What he's saying and like the things that have happened. But the problem is that Tom Hanks rightly interpreted that the character would no longer know how to express emotions because because of the trauma that happened. By the way, you say spoilers, but I don't know if you remember this. They reveal it in the trailer. Oh, that's right. Okay, so good. Yeah, which really, like, I was like, fucking why? Yeah, So, so, like, he does this scene with Helen Hunt, and she's doing a classic painful reunion scene and it's very good he's doing a traumatized person who doesn't know how to express his emotions and he's not written that way and it's like what is happening in the scene it feels so weird and uncomfortable and like does not dramatically satisfy it's the same choice right it's like the same like buried emotion that doesn't come out and right where it's like it might be a realistic choice but it doesn't but Unless it's wrong you're doing for the movie. The work. Right. Yeah, if you or you're doing the work to explain that. Yeah. It's just not yeah, like if you're going to do that with Ben Kingsley and who's very up to the task by the way, then I think yeah. you have to like really sit there and marinate in his dark in his darkness. Yeah. And but we don't. It, it, we're not going to do any of that. No, nah, we're not yeah. going to do any of that. So, I just wanted to say that because like I, sometimes I feel like people, they can see why the movie's not good, right? You can see that it's a bad movie for obvious reasons. Yeah, but, but like, it's fun to explain why. Yeah, but like as a director, it's actually those scenes where you see the real problem with the directing. For sure. You know, that the, the underlying circumstances don't make sense. Okay, so we can continue. Thank you, J- Dave. Okay. Uh, meatloaf. <laughs> uh, 
God, Meatloaf so in a wig. She gets kidnapped and brought to Meatloaf. Who? Um, who, who? I guess she's going to be a sex slave. The Michael Madsen. They have not crossed paths yet with her. It's like an hour in, and these are the two heroes, and they have not crossed paths. They're outside. Well, and Michael they were Madsen. At the, they were at the fight. They were at the fight, but right. they never actually met. They actually never met. Yeah. yeah. Right. Michael Madsen and his mullet pal. He's like shoot yeah. the guards, yeah, yeah, and he just shoots the guards one by one. They're nobody just, reacts. Nobody, nobody <laughs> notices that they are clearly there aiming bows at them. I wrote this broad daylight. I broad wrote down, daylight. Yeah, it's absurd. I wrote down every guard in this movie is a video game NPC with the slightest narrowest sight cones you've yeah. ever seen. They're absurd. Yep. Okay. Meatloaf is. What is Meatloaf doing? So he's a vampire. What is? But he he's doing? awake during the day. Yeah. Why is he even up? He is dressed again like Orgy Santa. He's he has a Santa like hair and beard and like he even has like red on uh he, like a vest. He's actually He has an accent that is impossible. He he is truly wonderful to behold in this movie. Like it's yeah, just he's, he's job of the hut, basically. Yeah, he's just it's like man, good for you. You know like I'm just so glad right. that you're doing this. Like wow. But they could have cut him completely out of Didn't the movie. need to be in the movie. Madsen, they could have run into each other at the previous scene. They were there together. Right. It makes sense sense for them to run into each other there and like be like, let's team up. No. She gets kidnapped, brought to Meatloaf. Meatloaf is doing a ridiculous, like, I guess a fancy man accent, like not British, but uh and they go in. He's a little bit um, of a he's like a Fauntleroy type character. And I know like like you know what I mean? Like he's just like sort of that again, the old English foppish character, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's. He's just dripping with tits. He's like buried naked ladies everywhere, buried in. Yeah, yeah. It's like I feel like Meatloaf was like, I'll do it for that price point, but I have one condition. Like that's what it. it, Like they. Oh, I don't want to blame him for it. Like no, I know, I know, but it's ridiculous. It does feel like somebody insisted on it, though. That I agree with. I just don't want to blame it on him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it was him. I can't. If I was an actor. Like even some even a rock star like him, I don't want to be in this situation. No, it's an uncomfortable it thing awful. to do. He's got to like yeah. smear blood on somebody's breast that he doesn't know. Yeah, I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, and it's like the it's like all these lights and he's sweaty and he's probably like that's the thing he's working. So it's like even if he was like, oh yeah, I like naked ladies, you wouldn't want to be around them when you're like sweaty and trying to remember your lines and no. like in a room full it's of miserable. people. Right? Yeah, it's miserable. Um, and he seems miserable and then he just gets killed uh, because right. they shoot out the windows because he's in a room with windows yeah, it didn't in make daylight sense. didn't make sense also they put the worst fight together of all the possible fights here like mm-hmm. the two people I don't want to see fight are Michael Madsen and and uh, Meatloaf yeah. because no, neither, neither of them, are doing okay. Yeah, neither of them are really at the place in life where they should be doing this. <laughs> no, you know? they, I don't want to see I, that. They're they are not in shape. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a fight you want to see. No, unless I don't. that's the point. Unless yeah, you deadwood it, uh, but they don't. It's not. It's not fun. There would be it's a, a re- bummer. There's a really funny movie to be made where they're constantly giving you the wrong fight. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like like. I feel like this movie accidentally did it, but there's a really funny movie to be made where like the the attractive, interesting looking fighting people never fight and it's always the yeah. middle aged guys. 
You know, Absolutely. doing it badly. That's a funny. We're idea. like, <laughs> yeah. You you cast Donnie Yen as like the tech guy who's always <laughs> on in the chair. That's I, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. Actually, I I think that'd be a great movie. That's a funny dumb movie. Like you know, I'd yeah. Into that. You keep casting all these action stars to like be like the people in the room, uh, like telling yeah. the action stars what to do. Yeah, typing the co- on the computer. Just yeah, exactly. Like trying to help them. Oh, out. that'd be so. That'd, that'd be pretty be good, so good, man. It's a pretty good bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, also, like, another thing that Michael Madsen does to kind of, that I think is, like, the equivalent of his mannerisms in in, uh, Reservoir Dogs is he's constantly tossing the sword back and forth between hands. Yeah. You know, but it, it, all it does is it reinforces how bad the sword looks. You know, you keep looking at it, you're like, God, that's a bad sword. I can't stress how bad the swords are. (laughs) They're, they're, they look like mirror shines. Yeah. They're just not, yeah, it's not good. Uh, why? So this is the point where I wrote down, what do the Madsons want? Yeah. What do they want? It seems like ultimately, do they want the same thing? They're just like, we, we're also mad at Ben Kingsley. Yes. I think he killed Mullet's family. Yes. We learn. We learn that later. So like, I think at some point here they say, and they, and, you know, they might have said it in the first act of the movie, but honestly, no, I don't accept it. I don't care. You can point to the line. I don't care. It's not clear. Uh, that they are trying to clear the world of vampires who are overrunning everything. Right. But like, you don't really know that. So again, you're following them and you're like, I assume yeah, they, they also, matter. If that's true, like they establish. So one of the first things we see is they stab a guy in the gut at a bar because he's a vampire. Right. Mm-hmm. And now they're faced with a vampire, a half vampire that they're teaming up with. You would think there would be conflict. They're trying to. They're trying to team up with. They have not yet done so. Right, but you would think they'd like. Oh, I hate you, vampire! But we got to team up. And her being like half human and like ah, I, hate I don't vampires trust you. Too. Yeah. Uh, no, they when they go to the village, which I don't know why they knew. They're like, oh, everybody here knows you. It's a community, and I'm like, who are these people? Right. What is this place? Right. They never say welcome to so and so. Welcome right. to our village. They don't. There's never that moment. Because the movie just keeps going from set piece to set piece. Yes. That you don't think there's any significance in them. They have. They never introduce the location. But there, they're like, it's okay. They're not scared of you. And so there's never a conflict where someone's like, oh, you dirty vampire. Like, no one is ever bothered by her being a vampire. And all they're doing is setting up the idea that they would be. Right. And, like, to Twilight's credit, and yes, I did say that, to Twilight's credit, they at least make dramatic fodder out of, hey, this half-human, half-vampire is like an abomination. We right. got to destroy it, or we got to protect it, or figure out what the deal with it is, right? right. Like they, they make drama of like, it. They seem to act like she's special, but yeah. they never explain. Like, Ben Kingsley, in the flashbacks when she kills her mom, he's like, where is the girl? Right. And it's like, why? Because at the end, they're just like, we're going to cut your eye out and let you live here. And like, you're not special. So like they, like it's so confusing. And it leads to another really important, uh, question. And that question is, so we see the flashback several times. We see it in its entirety at some point, right around this point in the movie. Yeah. When she is joined, like she joins the Madsons and goes to the secret city. That's like safe. Okay. That's the idea. Yeah. So we have the whole flashback here. Yeah, they grab her and wrap her into a carpet because it's daytime. And I thought, why don't vampires do that all the time? But sure, whatever. Yeah. And they drag her away. So that's the end of Meatloaf. Right. Yeah, Meatloaf gets burned to death and, you know, and is presumably mourned by his his many nude companions. 
and yeah. uh, and we leave that group forever, and that's it. So okay, so they arrive at the secret city. The point of the city, I learned on Wikipedia, is that it's like a a, a haven where the vampires have not yet reached. Okay, right? that's good to know because they yeah. don't explain. They don't that. explain that, right? So like, if you, and again, they're just it just cuts to them in a like a in a building in another and building, you're like, right? Yeah, and you're like, okay, is this a tavern? Like, what is this? We never they never explain it. And then at a certain point, they start having like this, like love for the village and the people around it. And I was like, wait, do they have a connection here? Uh, and they never, they just never introduce that. And it eventually becomes clear. Oh, Michael Madsen runs this town. Like this yeah. is his town. But like it's Again, really, would be really great muddy. For them to, yeah, it yeah. would be. You just have a scene where he he shows up and everybody's like, "You're back, uh, sir. You're back. We love you." And her being like, "What is this place?" And them explaining because that's how movies are supposed to do. Right. You know, like she's right. she's a fish out of water. You can have them explain, oh, this is whatever'sburg, non vampiresville. Right. And I am the king here. Like there needs to be some but no, they just like cut and they're there and we don't even know we're in a special place. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we do learn that they want to kill Kagan. So again, this flashback. So this flashback is important for logical reasons. So right. the flashback, and this is her flashback, is she remembers the moment that Kagan, played by Ben Kingsley, so actually he does go in a second room. This is the other room that he goes in. You're right. Murders this is the second room. Murder rapes, and I'm put that I'm putting that in quotes because it doesn't seem like they actually have sex. But I'll, I can well, accept I think, it. I'm just so saying I that. I think what happens is those were two different. She says, "This is the man who raped and murdered my mom." So the rape and was I a think what time. actually happens is the rape maybe is, was her conception and the murder came later. Okay. I think okay. that's what I can accept that. is actually happening. Yeah. No, it was confusing. I Listen, I'm so glad the movie doesn't show sexual violence. There was a, a moment where I was like, Me too. I don't this movie's see not that. good. I don't want to yeah, see that. Yeah, and this movie isn't good enough that's right. to earn anything close to that. I don't trust them so, to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. So they just show him killing her. And my guess is because, yeah, because she... She was the she was the product of of that sexual violence years ago. That's what it That's sounds my like. Guess. Okay, I can accept that. So that point we can lay aside. The bigger yeah. issue is Rain is half human, half vampire. But right. when she gets when his mother or when her mother gets killed, she does a vampire face. When she's getting yeah. the blood drunk out of her, she she briefly turns into a vampire face. The mom. The does? mom does. Yes. The mom that doesn't make does. Sense. I know. I thought, yeah, she's the human. Side I of the know. Equation. That's exactly the problem. You. Yeah. I, that's. I was They're like, so wait, vampires? is she not what's really happening? half vampire? What, is what she happened? like a quarter vampire on her grandfather's side? Right. Is like, that what's going like, on? Like, yeah. Is this like a? Is this an ethnicity now? One sixteenth vampire. I don't understand yeah. what we're doing here. <laughs> like, it seems like a mistake. You never know because being a vampire isn't impressive. So. Nah. You know? No, no, it, it's not impressive. Uh, it, it's it's not awesome in any way. But also, yeah. they fucked it up. They legit yeah, fucked they it did. up. <laughs> I, I would, like, or, I was, or it's something that we don't understand. It the could game be. Could, like, oh, they, they all briefly have vampire face when they're getting their blood sucked. I don't know, man. Whatever that, it they is, don't show they that. didn't explain it, and it's bad. Yeah, so whatever it is, it convolutes what she is. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's and a again, real problem. I can't stress this enough. That scene when he kills the mom, he says, where's the girl? And later they keep talking about her as being special. And when she is, spoilers, finally kidnapped, 
uh, they just want to tear out her eye and just dump her in a ditch. And so, like, you watch Blade where he's a daywalker, and what you reveal at the end is we want Blade. We want his blood. Like, he's special, so we want him. And they keep setting that same idea up. Is like, she's special. She's the one. Because they're like, we take her alive. Everybody wants to take her alive and stuff. And at the end, they just want the eye. That's right. That's it. Yeah. And, like... So her, what did he? Her plan, yeah. by the way, her plan is to get this important artifact and from that "quote unquote" gain an audience with Kagan. Now, right. as I understand it from the flashbacks, he already wants an audience with her. Exactly. So, like, this then, is not a again, real problem. And for what reason? Right? Why? Just because she's her da- his daughter? Because then, when they meet each other, he's not like he doesn't get a shit. Me. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he seems to in all the flashbacks in every scene, he seems to want to meet with her. Then once he meets with her, he treats her like he doesn't know her, that she's just garbage. Right. And she just has this artifact that he wants. That's it. That's right. It's really weird. So it's around this time that while trading while trading sorrow fantasies in the prison. uh, in in, Hold on. Oh, you're going to get to the fucking, aren't yes, you? Yes, I am. Yes. Did you want to say something? I just something? want to note okay. that they get to the city and yeah. they start a, and now your training begins. And oh, I was and like, it was what? so boring. And there's a training montage. Oh. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Does she need training? Is she Luke Skywalker? I didn't understand. Like, why it. are we yeah. training her? Yeah. And she spars with Michelle Rodriguez and they set up this rivalry that you think is going to matter. Uh, that's all. It doesn't like, really matter. I don't know why she's training. The fighting doesn't get any better or worse after this. Right. So briefly, while they're exchanging quips, because this is also in intercut with this uh, montage of her training for the war, I guess. Uh, yeah. She's, they're training, like, she's like sort of training barbarous quips, like it's a Jane Austen novel all of a sudden. Yeah. With, uh, with Sebastian. Uh, who is the mullet guy, mullet Madsen, Sebastian, okay? Right. So he says, I learned from my father pretty quick the following wisdom. Keep your friends close and your enemies even closer. <laughs> and she doesn't have the heart to tell him, like, it's your like, father stole that. Yeah, I've seen That's the not, Godfather. He didn't make that up. Right. He didn't make that up. <laughs> so your friends, your father watched the Godfather? <laughs> so just hey, It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Nonsense. I... I <laughs> Beautiful gibberish. Just couldn't, couldn't. I, I took another break. I stood for a little bit. I like, <laughs> I went. I, I, I poured myself we, some we, water. I drank a whole glass. Really thought we, about what it meant. We, we ancient monks here in the 1700s have a saying: "We're gonna make them an offer they can't refuse." Like that's what it is. It's just like what the we, fuck. My father used to say when I'd enter the room, "You had me at hello, son." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it's really incredible. bad. Incredible. <laughs> really, really bad. Um, yeah, I had to take a real break after that. Yeah. Uh, needed to recover. It was it was a big moment. So after I recovered, I continued watching and learned that they have a sex scene. The sex yeah. scene so prompted by two, nothing. Prompted by yes. genitals, I guess. They barely know each other. Barely know they each other. They barely know. They, they're, they never, and even if they, bar- even if, okay, we can accept, you know, people fuck. People fuck who I barely accept know that. each other. Yeah, there is no flirting. There no. is no attraction no. ever shown. Uh, and then they're just in this dungeon together, 
And she just gets up and starts fucking him. It's not even and the I desperate. Was just like it's, what? It's not even the desperate act of like we're gonna die tomorrow or something. No, it's not even that. Like, there's no underlying reason for it. It's just like I guess we both have parts. You want to see if they fit? It's like we need a sex scene. It's really I've bad. Wanted, and dumb. Yeah, I've always wanted a sex scene because. Here's uh, people. There's a lot of un, <laughs> unmotivated sex scenes mean? in movies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of yeah. But like, all you have to do in any given movie is that the two characters look at each other and go, "So we're like movie star hot, right? Huh? We you're, we should probably yeah. fuck. Yeah, we we've earned the right to. Yeah, you know, we're like super young and hot. Yeah, you you have anything to do in the next hour? No, let's fuck. Right. Like they could do. They could get away with that. But again. It it's supposed to it's like she's from here on they're like boy, boyfriend and girlfriend. She Basically. cries when he dies. Again, yes. he dies. Spoilers. That's right. And it's like why? Why there's no emotional connection and this sex scene that's what it is is that they're it's not that it's not like some quick dirty fuck. It's like supposed to be emotional. Uh and so she fucks him against like a jail cell. It, it looks really she, uncomfortable. Yes. Like it really she, looks she, uncomfortable. She goes topless. She has her shirt ripped over. And I was like, man, I, you, sh- I, you listen, it's your body. You can do whatever you want. I, I don't know if that's worth it for a movie like this. But then again, maybe this actress just is like, I don't give a fuck. What does it matter? You know, like she might not care. I just felt uh, bad because like it, there was, it was so clearly like a soft core scene. Yeah. You know, and like that it, was, that was a bummer. I thought it, it was more hard to watch. Not because of the aspect of like nudity for such mediocrity. It's more of like it's a bad sex scene. Yeah, the faces they make are weird yeah. and confusing. Yep. Um, like none they. It's like they've never had sex before. Uh, and again, they're all they've been fighting and sweaty. She hasn't changed her outfit the entire film. Nope. That same needs outfit. To be insane. And it's really really dumb. The outfit is yes. like nobody would ever have worn that ever in yeah. history until two thousand and two maybe. Yep. Never would have happened. Just, yeah, they're disgusting, and it's like whatever whatever sex you just had, might your genitals might fall off because of it. <laughs> like it's you're in this disgusting basement, mm-hmm. and you're wearing the same clothes for weeks and months and years. Yep, and you're sweaty and you're disgusting. Uh, like at least get a bed. Yeah, at least take clean showers. up a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's so weird it's and gross. gross. It's really gross. Um, it doesn't seem hot. It seems like, and maybe no, I mean, I'm a little bit old. Hot. I guess it's not shot well. It's it's she it's keeps not. she keeps like banging the prison door with her like shut yeah with her she's arm. like it's she's like, like what, what humping them and it's barely sex like you, there it's it's like this weird dry humping because they don't do the thing that a sex scene requires which is like uh, the the zipping sound or right. anything right like for all I know she's just dry humping his leg with her boobs out because they never like you you oh, can you, you see, can infer. You, you can infer it. that sex is happening. Right, right. You because see you see her ripping his pants down and her taking her Oh, okay. Off. So that happens. But you don't okay. see it. You just like see the motion of it, you know? Okay. So Yeah, it's just very awkward and and yeah, it's a real bummer. It's not awesome. Uh it doesn't seem sexy. So uh traumatized by this, I went to the internet, Dave, and was like, Who Watch is this some... who is this actor? Okay, uh, yeah. The actor. It turns out this actor played Warren from Legally Blonde. <laughs> he is the love interest from Legally Blonde. Uh, this poor man. Reese Witherspoon man. disavowed him while she became a Harvard Law graduate. And this Does is he where he fell at to. All? He's been in stuff, yeah. He's been in stuff. Okay, I haven't looked into the Terminatrix, who's Blood Rain, 
But like, as far as I'm concerned, she got got to play a robot in a Terminator film. That's like, cool. She's, she's That's yeah, fine. exactly. It's like even if that was the only thing she ever had, it's pretty good. It's better than what I've done, you know. She got to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know if it is better, Dave. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's better. It's cool. It's though. pretty cool. It's cool. I yeah. I don't want to take it away from her. Uh, yeah. And like, I don't want to take this away from her. Like, it's hard, man. You know, like, and I and honestly, like, I think it takes. I don't know what it would take for an actor to be superlative in this role. Again, like, right. They they need to work. You know what I mean? So like, she 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 probably needs to work. She works. And like, you know, you're at the mercy of a person who may or may not know what they're doing. And if they don't know what they're doing. As an actor, you're out of control, and so, like, you can look really bad. Yeah. You know? Like, that's possible, to look really, like, a great actor to look really bad. Look at Ben Kingsley oh, yeah. in this movie. No, no, no one comes out of this looking good. Well, and that's what happens when you have a bad director. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, I, I don't know. I just, it's a lot of money. Yeah. I'm not here to, like, laugh at this guy. I just think that's a funny time to learn that fact. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's a wild fact. Yeah, yeah. It just, you know. Uh, a, a movie that's much better, by the way. I, I can't recommend Legally Blonde enough yes. compared to this. <laughs> compared to this? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally is. Blonde has better fight scenes than this. <laughs> that might be fucking and I, true. I'm not even sure if there is a fight scene. It might Legally be true. <laughs> <laughs> even if it doesn't have a single fight scene, it still has better fight scenes than yeah, this. It, it, yes, it, that absolutely might be true. Yeah. So, so the sparring is continuing. And the sparring continues. Uh, they end up setting off on a mission, and Michelle Rodriguez's character is... is "Quote unquote upset about Vladimir's loosey goosey security concerns with this secret town. Right. So she writes to her dad and basically betrays them to her dad, and like presumably for the reason of like I'm gonna get this stuff. Like we're gonna win one from for for team me and dad, but it gets intercepted by uh Craig and Kagan's people, and then Belly Zane has a scene and disappears from the film. Yes." I mean, and like that scene, and they put nothing. someone's head on his table, and I don't know whose head that was. That was the messenger's head, but they didn't show the face because they probably didn't have Got the money it. to make it look good. Yeah, right. Uh, and somewhere along this, because they're doing the training montage, at some point in this area, Michael Madsen says something along the lines of "Welcome to the Grimstone Society," Brimstone, and I was like, yeah, yeah. "They're they're the what now?" Yeah, because again, yeah, yeah. that's something you tell the audience in the first fifteen minutes. Right, the Brimstone. It's like, yep. yeah, and it's like you have a name. You have a like. Why didn't you tell me you had a like a society name? I think. What are you? I think it's possible that people expected the audience of this film to know the what game the game well enough to know what this meant. Because right. I think I think in the game you're always doing missions out of the Brimstone Society. Okay. I I think like I again this is just from research having never played the game. Um, cause I, again, after this movie, I was so confused about what happened. I needed to read it to make sure I didn't miss yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's what they are assuming here. It doesn't carry, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense. Uh, right. yeah, that's it. Um, so Michelle Rodriguez, they learned betrayed them, right? Um, yeah, and she went right. off to go find the heart, but she knows where it is. Her and her dad already know where it is because, yeah. of, because of exposition. They hit it or something. Her grandfather. And I hit guess it. they just. Yeah, he just threw it in water in a cave. Again, first one it was like a fucking it was like a fucking booby trap. This one just in water in a cave. They I don't even know where they get the rib or whatever. They never I say. Think, I think Kagan just had it. Right. Yeah. They all come in these little fucking jewelry boxes that yep. look like they were bought at a Sears. <laughs> Uh, they really do. They look like yeah. cheap little wooden things that are like, isn't it handcrafted? You're like, well, it ain't two hundred dollars worth of handcrafted. 
Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. You but know? so Blood Rain sneaks off while they're all sleeping. Yep. Uh and and Mullet is like before you leave, here take my necklace. And I was thinking, Oh, I don't think she needs another yeah, necklace, nah. buddy. Yeah, that's she just is, that's just getting in the way, really, you know? Yeah, she has already <laughs> too many necklaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um this is a weird part. She takes a boat. And I just need to do shout out to random movie boat, which <laughs> it's not just in this movie, but every now and then a character will just get in a boat and I'll think, whose boat, whose is, boat that? is that? Why is it there? This, yeah. this even happens in like, like Lord of the, no, in Lord of the Rings, they get the, at the Elven village, but um, it happens more often than you think in movies where you're like, that's somebody's boat that they're stealing. That's the world doesn't just have boats. It's not a video game. Uh, so, like, she t- steals somebody's boat and right. goes off to fight Michelle Rodriguez. So, this is when the timeline gets confused for the second time. So, yeah. th- this is a thing the movie likes to do that we haven't even mentioned, because, like, who can elocute all the points of disappointment here? But, like, the movie likes to tell you a major event happened by jumping forward in time and then having them recall it. So, like, they do, yeah. it, they do it twice. The first time they do it is that Rain we wake up with rain having already escaped from the circus. And then we find out how she did it with her memory. Right. And, they, and I don't know why they, I did have no that. idea why they did that. They do it again here where we discover, Oh, turns out the secret city of brimstone has been, uh, overturned and, and destroyed. And everybody's been killed except for Michelle Rodriguez because right. Michelle Rodriguez's note. That's what happened. You're right. That's why the and note again, mattered. it's like, we don't even know. This city matters. <laughs> like, no, no, just... you can't care. You know, like yeah. there's no way you can care about it. Like it's not Gondolin or some shit. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. You just can't. You can't care. And so I think they may have known that, which is why they tried to ellipse it. Uh, it was still extremely strange. Um, yeah. Then we cut to Michelle Rodriguez uh, in her sea cave with her three remaining loyal servants who right. are arguing with her about the plan. And she's like, shut up. Here it is one more time, everybody. She explains it all. And yeah. then she gets in a dive fight with, uh, uh, with Rain. I think you're being generous. Okay. Um, Please. She dives down. Yeah. And she's like, I'll do it. I'll get the box. I'll get it myself. Which, again, yeah. can't stress this enough. It's just sitting loose on the bottom of this <laughs> Pretty much. pond that's, yeah. I guess, been there for hundreds of years. Uh, at least 100 years. Maybe, maybe less. I don't know. But, like, it'll move around currents and stuff. Like, like, I'm surprised it's still there. That thing couldn't have been there longer than 100 minutes by that logic. It's, yeah, just it's no not way. even way yeah. down. No. Nah. Uh, she picks it up. Blood Rain comes behind her, and, like, they awkwardly grapple. And they, Briefly. Yeah, she they briefly stabs grapple. Blood Rain um, and swims away. Belly stabs. Blood Rain, yep, Blood Rain uh, swims after her. They get on the shore. She just kind of wrestles her briefly and bites her. She and breaks she her neck. She, there's a really bad neck oh, breaking okay. scene, neck neck breaking thing, and then she kills her by biting her. It's very very anticlimactic, and yeah. almost certainly within eye shot of her three stu- like servants who do literally yeah. nothing. They, they do oh, nothing. They, do we even see them again? No. No, it just cuts away. She just has the item. Now. There, there's just um, no fucking way they wouldn't have seen it. No, or at least heard it. Yes. She's just resurfaced. What? She's, yeah. I don't know what did they go out to have a smoke? <laughs> no idea. They should have but at also, least done that, you know? Yeah, servants or no servants. Conceptually, this is this was probably one of the wildest choices of this film because they do a spar scene with her and Michelle Rodriguez where it's like, "Ooh, you're good at a sword. You're good at a sword." Right. So, why wouldn't they have them sword fight? Right. 
they just have them wrestle in the water and she breaks her neck. Brief. That is that is a wild thing to happen considering that they set up a climactic sword battle between them. I I mean that again, never happens. I and I I can't I can't get into the director's brain here, but I'm pretty sure the thought process must have been something along the lines of well, we only really have the one fight, the sword fight between Ben Kingsley and our lead at the end. Yeah. We can't do it twice. I'm guessing it right? was, yeah, I'm guessing there was something written because it's a classic plant and payoff. You yeah. Put, you, you have you have the them as friends have like a rivalry. And then when they're enemies, you know, you do Obi-Wan and fucking Anakin where it's like, oh, yeah, well, I've trained you. And now we're sword fighting again. You, you do that. They clearly were doing a plant and payoff. And then they just like, yeah, we're like, eh. Just have right. her like break her neck. Right. And we gotta move on. It, we gotta move on. We don't have. We don't. We have less than a day left on this set. It Let's abso- just get going. It absolutely felt like they ran out of time and had to improv an ending. It absolutely yeah. felt like that. Uh, I it, it it was such a shitty end to an important character. Right. You know, like yeah. You just assume there's gonna be more too. Michelle Rodriguez's. Right. She has a villain turn and dies in like ten minutes. And it oh, never not matters. even that long. Three minutes, yeah. maybe. It, like, she could, like many characters, you could have lifted her from the movie entirely. Pretty and she much. she wouldn't have mattered. Pretty much. I, like, yeah, they really could have cut stuff here. Um, and I know it was yeah, only an hour and a half. Yeah, it would have been an hour long, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, that's a problem. But they, there are things they should have added that we would have liked, like context. You know, context um, would have been neat. Yeah, the content really would have done something Character for me. Character development. I, yeah, I wrote at the, as this scene was happening, I had the following note, Dave. I'm so glad Michelle Rodriguez is in Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's what yeah, I wrote down. I'm glad. It's like, oh, they she's understand. an Avatar too. Yeah, they like, understand her. Yeah, they understand her. Yeah, uh, this film did not understand her, and it was a real no. bummer because I think she is awesome when used correctly. Yeah, this is probably you know? she's the most wasted char- or actor yeah. in this movie. Yes. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like they, they didn't even want, again, when they gave her blue context it, for no reason, it's like, you don't yeah. even know who she is. It reminds like, me of like Jason Statham in The One, where it's right. like, he's not doing kung fu or anything. He's just like a background character. And it's like, oh, they didn't know who Jason Statham was yet. Right. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it really felt like a waste. Uh, I do think the reason they had the water fight is I'm pretty sure she did something like that in Lost. I'm oh, pretty sure. Funny. I'm pretty sure that in Lost she had a water fight. If I'm not, I might yeah. be wrong about that, but I think she did. All right. Um, well, anyway. now we're getting to Blood Rain's plan, and boy, boy, I can't wait to talk about Blood Rain's plan. You're really leaning on the word plan right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, she presents as having a plan. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him this heart, and I'm gonna kill him. Like, I now that I have the heart and the eye, I'm gonna kill Ben Kingsley. She shows up at his castle, which I think might be Hogwarts. Yeah, could easily uh, be Hogwarts. Uh, everybody in this scene that's not one of our key actors is not very thoughtfully cast. No, like, yeah. like I again, I think one of the things you notice about great directors is the detail work, like the the attention mm-hmm. to details in the part, like the bit parts, the parts that don't matter, like they're just standing around or whatever. In this movie, all of those people look like grips. Yeah. Or like security oh, yeah. guards, or like they, <laughs> none of them felt like people. And unfortunately, some of them had major roles to play at the end here, like the yeah, weird, the weird high priest that looked like he could have been like you know a C tier wrestler. Uh, just you know, it was like that guy shouldn't be this. Like he doesn't Again, look right it, for the yeah. part. You know? Oh yeah, 
It's yeah. Ben Kingsley surrounded by like MMA bros. Yep. It's really yep. weird. Yep. But so her plan, she goes in and you assume she has a plan. What I'm what I'm getting at you is that they one. present her. Right. She, they present her as having a plan. She's like, I'm gonna go there, I have a plan. She walks right up to their door. And so again, you're like, oh, she has a plan. Yep. Yep. And she's like, I give up. Here's the heart. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> here comes her plan. Ooh. They grab her, they put her in the dungeon, and she's like, help, I'm stuck. And it's like, wait, you don't have a plan. She didn't have a plan. She just, I don't know what her plan was. Help. This is driving me fucking nuts. She literally becomes a damsel in distress. Her plan is like, I'm going to get captured. And it's like, okay, step one, what's step two? And she's like, we'll see. Help. Like, <laughs> step yeah. two is help. It really is. Step two is, oh my God, I'm captured. I can't leave. And it's like, but you showed up. Dave. What did you think was the plan? It really thrills me to hear you summarize it. It, Like, it's. That's what it is. This is so much better than the movie. I'm going to keep repeating it. She shows up and is like, tell your Lord that I have the heart. And they're like, I'll take the the heart first. They're like, give me the heart first. She's like, okay. What did she think was going to happen? Because, again, she she shows up. It's it's like if Luke Skywalker was like everybody I have a plan and he shows up at Jabba's palace yep. and uh and then he gets captured and except for, it's all that except for him going now and have secretly having a right, lightsaber. Right. She doesn't secretly have a lightsaber. She's just like, "Oh shit, I'm captured now." That's it. Right. And she doesn't so even pretend to have a plan. Like, no, like she, she abandons no even plan. that. Yeah. Yeah. She had no plan. Yeah, nobody had so a plan. So she just there. gives him the heart. Although the only thing about the plan that you know is that the heart's not in the box. But other than Which that, it, she's fucked. It took them hours to check. Yes, they never checked. They never checked. She's like, Look here's the heart. It? It's in this box. And they're like, cool, we trust you. Right. Imagine the honor if, system. Imagine if somebody's like, behold, I have the great crown jewel that will give you the magic powers. And they hand you a box and you're like, cool. And you set it down without right. looking at it. Cool. Also, nope. you're my you're my enemy. <laughs> yeah, but I'll nope. believe you. Right. No, I don't. He doesn't I'll, check. Sounds right. Nobody checks. Nobody checks. Nobody he literally checks. he checks. The first time he checks is during the ceremony to use it. That's the first time he checks. Better make sure what I got asshole. that heart. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I don't have where'd it. Where'd it go? Oh, fuck. So they put. <laughs> But she goes to the dungeon. Yeah, they've they've now they like disarmed her. Yep, like they, like and so she's, she's helpless. She's legitimately yeah. helpless because, as we and said, then, there are no magic vampire powers. Despite yes. the fact that you know, she despite can't get out. Yeah, she's trapped. That's it. That would have been the end for her. Yeah, you know. Then they put her on a sacrificial slab, and she's just screaming and like help, <laughs> like she's just a damsel in distress right. suddenly. And I'm like, aren't you badass blood rain? Did you not have a secret sword hidden? Nope. Or anything? Nope. You're just in. You're just in peril now. Nope. Meanwhile, Mullet and Michael Madsen are like, we got to go in there. That's right. Uh, there's only one way in, and they also seem like them <laughs> being they <have> helpless. Also get captured, which they and do, helpless, and then they're just in the dungeon. Like, dang, <laughs> right. what do we do? And it's like you. They literally walk in and they're like, "On guard, haha!" And then they willingly get captured. And when they're captured, they also have no plan. No, and so and fortunately for us, this is the point where the video game logic takes over. And like yes. while they're in jail, they just like you know, there's a shiny point. They press, they press A on I it, wrote, and it escapes it from down. the jail. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I wrote down what the the exact line because yeah. I thought this was incredible. Okay. Luckily, the bad guys are the most NPC of NPCs. Oh, so much. Yeah, 
Michael Madison. So they both they're both him and Mullet are in the jail together. Michael Madison goes to the jailer and says, Thrall, my companion is gone. I don't know what's become of him. So what he's saying is the guy I was in this jail with he's missing, is gone. Right. And the guy the jailer should be like what do you mean? <laughs> you were li- you're literally in like a four by four cell with him. Right. How could he be gone? This is a trick. Instead, he goes, "Oh, I better open this he goes, and huh? look inside." What was that noise? <laughs> like he like right. not like oh he's sick. Right. Like that's the cliche. Right. He's sick. No, he's gone. Like what a bad what a bad lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just the so jailer should lazy. just be yeah yeah the jailer should be like no he's not like he's not gone. If he was gone, if he got out, you would also have gotten out. Like, sell like, that horse shit somewhere else, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But no, that works. Uh, well, it works. It's funny. Uh, yeah. You know? I, it, I mean, it not makes in you the, laugh. in a good way. No, yeah. not in a good way. Uh, but I think we're far past the intended pleasures in this particular <laughs> slab of cinema. <laughs> I think That's we're, fair. I think, we're, I think we're about ready to take a laugh wherever we can get it. And they give us a few here. Yeah. Uh, so, I, by the way, this is the part where I wrote down. I feel like every song from this movie is in, is out of Skyrim. Like, there's yeah. so much music that's like just it just feels like choirs that are Let going on honest, and on. I can't remember a single bit of music from this movie. It's because it's all bland. I, yeah. You know, it's all yeah. extremely bland. Uh, the remaining sequence of this film, which is you know just a sword fight. Uh, is uh, it's Ben Kingsley doing a sword fight? Yeah, and once again they're cutting a- around everything because neither character knows how to actually sword fight, and it is they didn't get stunt people. It's and it is boring and bad. It's boring and bad, but also Dave, I think it's fair to say deeply hilarious at several points. Yeah, De- again he calls hilarious. her a bitch. Yes, um, you ungrateful bitch. Thing- he says the most deadpan a person has said a word ever. Yep, it's unbelievable. When he stabs Michael Madsen, Michael Madsen doesn't <laughs> yes. even react. He just looks okay. depressed. It's so he good. Is. He's just like he. All right, so like, uh. Michael Madsen <laughs> looks like you like poured water on his crotch. <laughs> his expression is like, "Come on, man!" Uh, and he stabs him so slowly it's and gently. And Michael Madison just looks, yeah, depressed. It's incredible. Not annoyed, depressed. It's, it, it's just like I laugh again. I took a little break. I laughed so <laughs> hard at that. I had to take a break. Like it's incredible. It, it's, <laughs> you, you've never seen a person more checked out on their job than he is at that yes. moment. Okay, it's Michael, so you're good. gonna die in this scene. Ugh. All right, action, cut. Ugh. So, uh, Michael, let's do another take. Where are you going, Michael? Where are you going? Okay, yeah. he's gone. I guess <laughs> that's the take. I, think we I got guess it. that's the scene. I think we got All right. it. Yeah, print that. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, we got it. I think it was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. that. He like yeah. it looked like they were literally testing to see how the CGI would work, and they yes. said, "Nah, that's it." He does. He again. He doesn't. He I doesn't don't react. Know if he knows the camera's on, it's oh, he doesn't react. It's perfect. It's yeah. It's a- another so scene good. to go find online is Michael Madsen. You need to see it. Death scene. Everyone needs to see it. It's uh, we. It, it does feel like the thing we've been waiting for. Like so, there is yeah. like a, there is a treat at the end here. Like there is a triumph of the human spirit, and it's this moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. We've earned this. It is so bad. I, I can't fucking I, believe. I, it. I laughed this hard twice over it. I just yeah. uh, Wow, it's it's uh, it's amazing. Um, yep. I didn't care that the much thing, about the final fight so much. It was no, fine. because here's the problem with all the fights in this movie, and this is a problem with other movies. But man, is it a problem with this movie? In most movies, if you want to have a good fight scene, even a sword fight, 
you do stuff like you work the environment in. Yeah, of course. You create some sort of game. Yeah. You create something where like you do the thing where they keep dropping their sword and the other person kicks it to them and they're like, we're not done. You do something. This is just they bang their swords together until she stabs them. Most, That's it. Most third act fights in general are, are the summary of the thing you've been seeing the character do the whole time plus the thing they learned. So like yeah. my favorite example of this because it's really clear and we've all seen it is Top Gun, right? So Top Gun, you know, you see Maverick doing all his crazy ass moves in this plane, right? The whole movie, and he gets he gets yeah. uh, he gets you know rebuked for it, but then he also is constantly being told you got to stick by your wingman. So during the final battle against the MIGs in the third act of Top Gun, he does all the Maverick moves, and then he also doesn't abandon his wingman, and because he does yeah. all that, he wins. That's how fights yep. work in movies. And like we don't have it's, any yeah. of that shit here. None of it. No. Not even a little. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's uh it it, it was it's honestly terrible. It was boring and it made me sad because I was like, man, Ben Kingsley is like a real get for this movie. And they yeah, completely and they, squandered they barely it. Barely make a villain out of it. Yeah. They squandered it. Like they threw it all away. You yep. know? Um what a sh- And I, then I, he cr- he turns into Dust or whatever, and like I would, see, I, I yeah. would honestly, and I mean this sincerely. If I had Ben Kingsley in my feature, and I got this from him, I would be crying myself to sleep. And I'm not kidding. Yeah, like it would be heart wrenching to have wasted yeah. a, an actor of that talent and caliber. Yeah, you yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I understand completely. Yeah, Yui Bull is used to this though. His other movies yeah. have good actors in them too. He just burns through good actors. That's yeah. what he does. I mean, I noticed that it was really hard for me to track down any quotes by Ben Kingsley about this movie. Like no, there, why there would were, there be a quote? I think he was very careful to avoid. You're more likely to get something about the love guru from him he than was, this movie. Yeah, he was up for Razzies for it. Yeah, that's like you know that's not good, man. Uh, I mean, he's he's going to be fine, but like that's that's a <laughs> bad moment, you know. That's a yeah, bad moment. Uh, I mean, to him, it was probably what two days. Three days, if, maybe? If, I don't even know how it could be longer than two days. Yeah. Honestly, you could and have so shot him, everything but the last sequence in one day. Easy. Yeah. I imagine for him, to quote Street Fighter again, uh, it's like the Bison quote where he's like, for you, it was a t- for me, it was a Tuesday. It's that. Right. Where like this right. performance that we will never forget that was so mediocre, for him, he's like, wait, what movie? I was in that? Like, yeah, like he probably doesn't even remember. It. Completely possible that he doesn't remember it. I suspect, though, that like when you're in something that's really heart wrenching or bad, you do remember yeah. it because it's embarrassing. Like, I bet. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to put myself in his shoes because I don't know how he thinks. But I, but like, if I was him, I feel like I would remember this in the like, man, that was a huge mistake. I, like, I need right. to, I need to vet this stuff more seriously next time. Yeah, it's entirely possible. You know. Uh, yeah, because you can't unbe in the movie. You can't take that away. You cannot. No. You know. I mean, right. Uh, so no, then this is forever. After she kills him obligatorily, you know. Uh, there's a. Brief, this is where she gets on the um, on the throne. throne. There's a brief moment. Well, so conveniently, everybody gets stabbed to death at the same time, basically. Uh, so then everybody, including Mullet Mullet Madsen, dies. Uh, there's a moment where she offers, "Should I vampire you?" And he's like, "No, just let me die." So yeah, it's like, please God, no, I, I, I don't want to be in these movies. Yeah, right, exactly. I, no thanks. Yeah. So he's not in the movies. Uh, so funny to have a character go. No thanks. I, I nah. really, I'd rather die. Nah, right? I'll, I'd thank rather. You. Thank you. I'm good. It's my time. Uh, that's the exact line. So and then, then she's yeah, and then she's crying, and I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we you should care? be crying? It's us that deserve to cry, not you. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like you haven't earned the tears like I did. Absolutely. So like then they show this wide, and it's another. It's it's one of many of Uable's like you know cool ass wides that are also like a little silly and dumb. This is like mm-hmm. the whole throne room, and it takes her a full minute to get from one end of the room to the other where she sits in the throne, and it's just one of those things where it's like, no. Like just fucking make this happen faster. Do another just take. End. Make just it faster. This is stupid. Yeah. So like because it takes so long, my mind starts to wander and I start noticing details. One of them is not a single torch went out in all that hubbub. All the torches <laughs> are all the torches of are still not. working. Of course. Uh, and I'm like, man, it's gotta take somebody a very long time to work on all those torches. You know, yeah. like that's a fucking serious job to keep all those fires burning all day. That's oh, yeah. a job. You know, uh, a lot of work. and I had time to write all this down without pausing the movie before she got to the throne. Right. Cut and it. So your theory on the throne. Yeah. It's like the it's like the 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 seat of seeing at the end of Fellowship of the Ring. Where it's No, like, you're right. Yeah. That's what I think. But here's the thing. All right. So for that to actually have worked, you have you you do something where Ben Kingsley previously is on the throne and the throne is lighting up or making yeah, yeah, a yeah. sound. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there's some sort of cue for the audience to know something's happening on this throne. But he's just sitting there. When she sits down, then you have the throne do the thing. And then you have her react like, oh, what's this? And then you you like zoom into her face or something. You know, I, I'm, I'm yeah. going very Pup- basic. Pupils here. dilate. We just zoom into her eye, into yeah. her brain, and we see what she's saying. And then the memories you know? are like a different color. But what happens? She sits down in the movie just starts replaying scenes right which horrified me i right. was like oh no how much of this movie are they going to show me again because yep. I, I don't want to see any yeah yeah <laughs> I was worried. and it and i didn't know if if this was like did they think they were earning like a montage like this is the ending of six feet under where they're like oh yeah. people are gonna be bawling their eyes out remembering it, these uh scenes it really like, i don't know why they did it it really feels like they wanted to put in the arms of the angels here and just yeah. like do a real Sarah McLaughlin esque. It like, was like a, it was like a victory lap. Yeah, but and it was, was like yeah. But look was, at these scenes you saw. But it was not scenes. It was just the boobs and the blood. That's all it yep. was. It was oh you know what it is? It's fucking the ending of Fifty Shades. Yes, they do it at yes. the end when they do the montage. Yes, and they're like, did you think you earned this montage? Because no. you didn't. I hate you more it's, because you're making me see it. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Only you're right. It's they literally show. I think the guy getting his organs beat up. They again. they showed us another angle of it. Yeah, a second it's just angle. Amazing, yeah. amazing choice. Yeah. So like your theory that this is a, like an evil chair that's showing her her misdeeds or like the the bad things of the world. That is the most sense that'll make because what happens is she just does that, then she gets up and then she leaves and the movie's over. So my guess is that it's the she, idea of like a yeah, temptation she, of the throne. She something. rides into the abyss where from whence she sprang. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's very clear the real purpose of it is that that Bowl loves the blood stuff and wanted to take a little victory lap because he loved it. Yeah. That's, that's what this is for. It, but, but it is it's so loud that it's, it's like confusing. there needs to be a reason this is in here. Yeah, it, it, it like really suggests that something is happening, like a narrative yeah. thing is happening and it isn't happening. Yeah. Uh, so like for a second, for a second, I yeah. thought, oh, my God, is the whole thing a dream? I thought because so, too. Because that's what yes. it felt. Yes. yes. It presented that idea of like we're like going backwards. And I thought like, oh, shit, is this going to be like, God, there's a bunch of movies like this. Um, I don't need to figure out which movie I'm thinking of where it's like, oh, this was all in the imagination. And we're right. back at this scene. Right. Like she's going to be back at the circus making the decision to leave or like not. Like devil's or something advocate like that. or something. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah Devil's Advocate. Yeah. yeah. It, that's what I thought was really going to happen. And I was like, fuck, man, that's fucked up. That's terrible. Right. But no, it serves no purpose whatsoever. <laughs> Instead of it being Devil's Advocate, it was you, Dave, just screaming like Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> frustrated that the movie wouldn't be over. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like like just it was preposterous. Like yeah. it, like it was uh it was troubling. Uh it was like I don't need to see this again. <laughs> like I don't Yeah, it was like Troubling is a good word for it. I felt troubled watching <laughs> yeah. it. It's like I mean, I didn't like I never thought the violence was like in any way actually upsetting, but it was no. more it was more upsetting how much this guy likes it. It's like, yeah, dude, it, it, what? It, it's again, it's like edgy humor where it's like humor at the expense of like a minority where it's like the joke isn't funny and I'm not shocked by it. I'm just upset that you think it's really funny. <laughs> like it's that where it's right. like I, I, I'm not clutching my pearls at this violence. I'm more concerned that you think it's really cool because it's not that impressive or cool. Like and I and I'm also like who like what's the community that supported that sensibility to get this yeah. far gone? Uh, but you know, man. Like, I, like again, I don't need to beat my chest over the morals of it. It's I, I just I'm more just like this is not a very good sensibility. I, I, I'm it's it's confusing to me how yeah, yeah. he continues to make movies. I, I don't understand. You brought that. up a haunting idea, which is what who likes this? Who likes yeah. this? The, that's the question. Idea. That's I mean I think you always have to ask that question when a when a a genre like this persists, you know, right. or a filmmaker like this continues to make stuff. You know, like yeah. somebody likes it because it would somebody likes it. What fucking monster? Yeah. Is watching these. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't. I mean, it's also like beyond the bad taste of it. And like, look, man, I have there's things I like that people who listen to the podcast would think that sucks. That's fine. Sure. But like everybody has their own taste. Yeah, sure. This is like, you know, this is some niche. This is like crush crush foot porn. Like this is a some little niche bit. shit. It's niche. where you're like. Who who is it? Who who's going for this stuff? It's what serial killer fucking room are they watching <laughs> right, this in? Right. What is the serial killer convention that they met and found yeah. found each other? But also like it's not good. It's not well done. No, it's you bad. know like uh yeah it, like and, and when I say not well done, the shots are not like that bad. Some most, sometimes they're actually good, but like the storytelling is deeply confusing. Yeah. You know like you you don't know what's happening and you're not interested in it and nobody cares. I you think know? so. I think ninety nine point eight percent of the audience were us. They were watching it ironically. Oh yeah, for sure. No, and doubt. then they were extremely disappointed because they thought, "Oh, we're gonna have a fun time," and then they were like, "This, hmm. it's not. It's not. <laughs> you know? It's not like this gates. isn't fun. It's not like uh, it's it, not the room. It's not the room. Uh, it, it's not campy yeah. like that. There's there's somebody who is competent enough at filmmaking to put images that are coherent together. Right. You know, like, then I think the other percent are people who uh, I couldn't even begin to imagine. Uh, I imagine a lot of like elderly people, like ninety-year-olds nah. who can't quite hear and nah. see. I'm imagining a lot of like uh, very drunk people because um, I've done that. I've seen a movie drunk before come out of it and been like, "That movie was good," and like watched it later and was like, "Oh my god, this movie's terrible." I was just really drunk. Like I've done that. Um, I, I mean that's just, that's such know, a man. that's such a niche experience. That's more niche than like the 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 product itself. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine there's right. that many people. Like that's not an audience. No, you know. <laughs> no, I imagine a few like serial killers who's in prison, like a like a Timothy McVeigh type yeah, is sure. probably maybe watching this. He's watching it. 
If anybody um, yeah, is watching it, yeah, he's yeah. watching it. He, you know, he, and Huey Bull. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine Huey Bull takes together. up a percentage. He gets he puts pops it in late at night. And he's like, oh yeah. I I, I this Titties. I feel like this is the right time to bring up again Blubberella, uh, the the movie yeah. that is the that is the parody of the third of these movies that Yubo also directed. He also plays Hitler in it. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. So like uh Postal I, I think had some Hitler stuff. Yeah. He uh he needs to be stopped. He, well the third movie is called The Third Reich. Blood Rain yeah. the Third Reich and I'm not thrilled That's, about that, man. I'm, I'm, not, like, thrilled. I'm, I'm not excited about We're that going, at all. After this is Blood Rain 2, right? That's it. I mean, and then there's a, and I'm then a, Third Reich. <laughs> No, no, yeah, I mean, is there like a, is there like a, let me. No, that's is it. there it's a Blood title? Rain it's just Blood Rain, yeah, it's Blood Rain 2, the second. Yeah. And it's not, it's nobody, yeah, no one involved. Um, Ili Bull, like, uh, I think he's just rich, right? And he also has terrible taste because he keeps making movies. He keeps making movies. Um, and I think he's tr- at this point trying to, he thinks he's maybe like so bad it's good, but it's really, it really isn't that. Um, I, there's I, Blubberella. I see it. Yeah. My God. I, I, I he made a movie that may not be like that may actually fit into the scope here, Dave. I, I'm only I'm not I'm not trying to shake you down here. I'm just telling you like that we might that we might, might fit in here. <laughs> yeah, that might have to. You know, we might be cursed to do know, that, Dave. You know what's the probably the bleakest thing? Yeah. Ewe Bowl made a movie called Auschwitz. No, no. Yeah, I, don't, I know it has a three point two on 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 rating. Uh, I would never. Never need to watch a movie of him covering the Holocaust. That is, I don't know. That's that's that upsets me. That's upsetting. Well, it, it's um, him. It, I think he. I mean, I'm looking it up now. He is quoted as saying that it was his duty as German to educate young people in their language about the tragedies sure. of of the Holocaust. And what I would say to him is, no, it's not. Right. Find somebody else. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, Get like somebody else. I respect the fact that a German wants to talk about that. Like, I, I oh yeah, I get and there that. are other German films like yeah. that. I mean, Downfall is a German yeah. film, uh, and that I would say, if someone was like, "I'm thinking of watching this Ewe Bull film," I'd say, "Go watch Downfall instead." I I have the same problem with that that I have with Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ, which yeah. is like ultimately this is a violent person who enjoys violence, trying to lecture us about violence. It's a, yeah, it's a person without taste doing covering something where it's like I just don't think you can do it. I don't know. Maybe it's his best movie. I'm guessing it isn't. Um, I don't know. I, I, so I, I won't Rain be watching is, that. You know? Blood Rain 2 Deliverance. Yes, Deliverance, and yes. It has... Man, yeah, it's got no one. It's got nobody in it. Uh, nobody that like pops out. No, He couldn't even get a Billy Zane. Well, and probably he, he probably didn't get any money for it. Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, um, like They probably yep. didn't fund it. Like I, it's a Wild West film. Billy the Kid is in it. Oh my fucking Billy god! Billy the Kid. We're gonna have a great time. Whoa. Yep. He also made a Far Cry movie, and it's like, how did he even get the rights to that? Far Cry. What the fuck? Yeah, he made a Far Cry movie in two thousand eight. Whoa. Well, I think they're. I don't think they were that serious about it then. Is probably why. Yeah. Well, uh, and then um, wow. Blood Rain is his follow up to Auschwitz. You'll be happy to know Blood Rain 3, the third rake, is an hour and 19 minutes. <laughs> I am happy to know so, that. Uh, yeah. I, you know, that's the happiest I've been in three hours, Dave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Or like and six she hours joins or whatever. A resistance, 
she's going to fight the Nazis in World War Two. But um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so this is a so so we're moving forward in time is the idea. So yeah, now now I'm she's sure moved forward Hitler, like a hundred yep, years. Hitler's in it. We will have Hitler in it. Oh my god! I don't even want to. Yeah. Uh, no, you why don't. Are, why you are don't we doing want this? It. Why are we doing this? Because you said it. You said let's do Bud Rain, and I was like, that's a good. That's a Fuck. funny pun. Let's do it because <laughs> yeah, all our like, choices are based I, I just off of the fucking the name. <laughs> yeah, and now this is our life. This is what we're gonna. Why do, do we do this? Yeah. Why do we do this? Like, I hope the patrons who inevitably will watch li- listen to this nonsense understand that we've suffered for you. You know what right. I mean? Like, I, I, I'm not asking to be called a hero to my face, uh, but yeah, I, the, but behind our back. Yeah, I'd like if some of you showed up at my funeral, which is probably approaching eminently because of this. Oh yeah, we're getting there, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> that some of you would speak to the suffering we've done on your behalf. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not sure if Blubberella is. I can't tell if it's a spoof of Blood Rain. It's yes, it is a scene okay. for scene remake. It's about an overweight woman. This is the quote: whose footsteps cause explosions and whose dual swords are used against anyone who makes fun of her. So I guess yeah. It's it's uh, again when I was reading up on it, it is a scene for scene remake of Blood Rain, the blood, the third Reich, the third one. That is, depressing. and he directed it. That's the thing that's yeah, so crazy about it. So like he that, directed so he directed thirty four movies. In the name of the king, he made two of those. He is, oh no, he made three. Sorry, he made three in the name of the kings. Fuck. I mean, so that tells you, like, if nothing else, like, the fact that he makes content that feels shameless, it's because he is shameless. So, like, yeah. So, like, he's also not bummed out by your criticisms. He doesn't give a shit. No. You know what I mean? And he doesn't give a something, shit. There's something about that that I kind of respect. It's like, okay, well, yeah. if you're going to be, you know, if you're going to make what I would consider to be largely exploitative films, at least be shameless and, like, you know, own it. And he does. Right. But he's no, like, he's no um, uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Like, he's no sure. trauma. No, of course like, not. Uh, he just doesn't have what it takes. Like, he wants to be that. I think he really wants to be, like, this, like, you know, oh, I'm making this so bad it's good stuff. I think part of him also wants to try to make good movies, and I think that's the problem. Is that he's in the middle? It, it, yeah, he's in the middle, and I think it's the it's the it's it's fucking the room. It's it's that, but with less entertainment. Which is that? Um, well, he's much much fuck. better than than uh, the room. Like his I can't forget the room, the guy's name. That guy's name. That's because we're old, dude. Uh, I can see him but now. The, yeah, tell me the room guy Lisa. is. Yeah. Uh, now I I normally Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau ha, he made the room earnestly and then yeah. was basically told like no everybody's laughing at you and then he changed his career to be about that. Like I think that's what Yui Bull did. The problem is is that he's not good enough to like the the moment he became self-aware it, it got worse almost. Uh I don't know. That's well yes but also his starting like he was also too good at filmmaking to ever be Tommy Wiseau. Right. Like Tommy he's Wiseau. better than Tommy Wiseau oh, way in terms better. of the craft. It's not close. Like yeah. he's he's so much more capable than Tommy Wiseau like on a technical level. It's like not Right. Tommy so Wiseau's not, not really like a Neil filmmaker. Neil another example. Yeah. It's not bad enough to be entertaining, but it's not good enough to be good and it's also not self-aware enough to be like Sharknado. So it's just it's just crap. It's just a big slop of crap. 
just running down <laughs> like the back of a shed that's just been there for a month. It's just beating just your <laughs> exposed entrails. Like that's that's yeah. really what it is. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I this movie wasn't offensive as it, 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 for being bad no. as much as it was. I'm like, not. Like, shocked by it. Nah, I was just sort of like, I was just kind of sad because I always get sad when a movie <laughs> I am, is. I'm Michael Madsen being stabbed. <laughs> I'm not. I'm yes. not shocked or angry. Yes. I'm just depressed. Yes, I'm depressed because it's like, man, I want more than anything to make films, and like, I it just troubles yeah. me that dudes like this are making things like this, and it's like, oh yeah, nah, where dude. you're like, give me the money, the twenty five million dollars, I could make, make five movies movie. for that. Yeah, you know, like, uh, anyway, n- enough. Nobody needs to hear myself pity. That, but like my visceral reaction to this stuff is is to just be like, man, there's so many talented filmmakers. Not even me. There's so many that oh, yeah, are just absolutely. waiting for a chance, and this guy's you know, I, not. I get upset doing with it. this with the big budget stuff too, where it's like, oh, we're making Indiana Jones five, and it's like, I'll tell you what, take that move, that take that budget, split it six ways, and give it to six different filmmakers. Yep. they don't have none of them have to be me. But <laughs> give right. him the six like That's right. young budding filmmakers, and I bet you'll get better results. Like if it's a, I mean, I understand that they're more certain of the payoff than any of those six films. Yeah, no, financially, obviously they'll work out. And but you know what problem. I mean? Like creatively yeah. speaking, it's like we don't need a fifth Indiana Jones. I would rather have five new films from new directors. But I legitimately can't understand. So yes, so but that's a different problem because that's people spending money that they know they will make money back. Oh, for sure. This is it's like all, it's all mediocrity, though. Like, right? Like, this is a rich guy, Yui Bull, spending way too much money self-financing? on like. Is I he? I don't know, man. I don't know I'm how he gets his this. money. I don't think he makes money. Right? He can't possibly. He he has to be in the red at this point. I think someone said that in Germany, there's like it's like you know there's certain countries that'll actually like put money towards films getting made. Like there's like tax breaks and special things. Uh, I think that might play in, but these movies certainly aren't making money, so he has to have money somewhere, and I can't imagine there's a group of producers who are lining up to lose money. Uh, I'm not looking it, it up. Somebody's saying that, this is 10 years ago, somebody's saying that essentially, uh, this is on Reddit, so take it for what it's worth, that right. uh, he makes it, he, he is using his own money now, but also there's laws in Germany that make it so that the money that he loses on his films are a tax shelter. Yeah. So like, I was about to say, I wouldn't be surprised if this is an entire money laundering scheme. Like I, I've seen a few movies where I'm like, is this movie part of a crime, a financial crime being committed? Cause it feels like it, right? Where it's like, he's like laundering money through the movies or like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like tied to the mob and they're like using his movies to like clean their money. Like I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else it can be. Because it's not making it's, money. They're not making money. So it's definitely uh, it's it's definitely like impossible. Like looking at it, something about it doesn't add up. And usually, when something do- doesn't add up, there's crime behind it. Yeah, you know, like or usually- it's like or it's just like Germany is like. Listen, as long as you're shooting around this area, you're boosting our economy. So we don't give a fuck. Like I don't know. Like like where's he's just burning money. He's just burning money like the joke. I mean, maybe I mean again, so if you're you know, uh if he's extremely wealthy, like if that's who he is, like, you know, yeah. he's got a billion dollars, then okay, you know, like he, he it's his money. He yeah, can spend it, it, it on it this. Yeah, it could be I like guess. Neil Breen. Like Neil Breen as far as I can tell is an accomplished like real estate guy. 
Um, and it's like, yeah, I'm sure he's very good at that. He's terrible at making movies. Like there's that where it's like, I wonder if Uwe Boll is just like a fancy rich boy or like owns like a plane company. <laughs> like maybe he's very good at a different industry. Is, I don't know. His net worth, his estimated net worth is 10 million. Yeah, that's like everybody's estimate. Yeah, that, that sounds like horseshit. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty. If you like, I, I think our net worth is like three million each. Well, and it ain't. That it ain't. ain't that but ain't like, right. you, whenever you look up net worth, I'm it's lo- always some. I'm looking up ridiculous your number. number. I'm looking up Dave's net worth. This is gonna, okay, this I don't is gonna, think you'll actually find it. This is gonna thrill me. Yeah. Uh, it's a different person who's worth ten billion named David Bell. Uh, no, I'll that's find not it, me. Though. I'll find it. Definitely not me. Yeah. Look up like Cody. Cody, I bet would would have a net worth. I bet. Again, yeah, I bet he does. That's right. He's probably of. He's notable enough, or like yeah. Robert, someone who has like a wiki page. One and a half million for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All going to amps and guitars. Oh, dude, <laughs> Cody. I I could tell you stories that are not shareable in a podcast format. Yeah. Cody, I'm not gonna. I'm not. No, no, I don't want. Yeah. I love Cody. In fact, I'm supposed to see him tonight. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Oh, I'm tell me so. Well, we'll see. Uh, I will if I see him. I, I so like. I love him. He is. He is dripping in fucking guitars. Like that guy. Like there, as many nude women as surrounded meatloaf. That's how many guitars are like around him at all times. <laughs> he has yeah. so many guitars now. No, no, he has a guitar addiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever he's like. When we were trying to game with him for the longest time, he was like, I don't I don't have a computer. I don't have a PC. I can't afford one. And it's like, just can't take, afford right, one. This Yeah. This month, don't buy yeah. six guitars. Don't buy your March guitars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, guitar yeah. freak. Yeah. 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 Like, what do you need it for? What is that? What is the 20th guitar doing for you? I don't know, Like, man. he's not going to take it on the road, is he? <laughs> is that I don't know. Point? Maybe he eats them. Maybe that's how he lives. Mm. He, like, he eats could eat guitars. Them. I can see Cody eating guitars. I feel yeah. like I might have seen that now that I think back about Maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah. I can't. I, I yeah. feel like it. This does feel like the point where we should be done, but these podcasts. Yeah, we can be done. Well, but these podcasts, you know, they, they're they done when we feel like stopping. Adam, I haven't had lunch. You haven't had lunch? <laughs> oh. No, I'm hungry. Well, oh, well then. I went out yeah. and bought drugs. Oh, I went out and bought drugs and be, instead of got, making lunch. So I plan to Have play video games and eat what and video relax. Games? What video games do you want to play? Um, so Tom's texting me and so I bet we could call a duty. Oh, I was yeah. going to either that or God of War if people weren't around, but I can God of War another day. Uh, that's all. I could also, uh, so I could play, I could be a cod boy or I mm-hmm. could play Pentiment cause I'm really hooked on this, this medieval detective game that I like. Sure. Uh, While we all just like, we could play our own games and diddle each other with our voices. Ooh. That's fine. That could be interesting too. Yeah, I'm fine with whatever. Okay, all right. So that'll we be don't fun. have to make plans on the podcast. Why wouldn't we though? I mean, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, what the fuck else? Like, you want me to text this to you? You? No, no exactly. I mean, I, will, I don't want to read I'd a text. Be, are you, yeah, are you a pervert. <laughs> I'm still gonna have to text because Tom has to be involved. Uh, Adam. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you want me to you plug, plug anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah plug you want to plug anything? If you've reached the two hour twenty five minute mark of Bud Rain, the <laughs> Bud Rain, <laughs> Bud Rain. Uh, the I don't know how many episodes of this were you know, three or four I don't know something. three there's th- probably there's three, three. Movies, probably I don't three. know if I can watch Blubber okay all right I I am genuinely am like I don't think I can do that to myself okay that's amazing that you would dare say that like, we'll talk that about you it later would we'll say see that. but like 
It really doesn't feel like something I want to watch. Again, no shakedown. I'm just saying it. it oh, I know. I, I understand like might... the value in watching yeah. it. It's gonna be. This is gonna be a. It's I. I'll think on it. I'll okay, think all right, on it. Great. All right. Great. No promises to anybody. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if you've enjoyed this, uh, Dave and I have made several podcasts uh, that are all full of darkness and poison like this. Uh, please go ingest them and see if you survive it. They're on the Gamefully Unemployed Network under the names of, what, Fifty Shades of Grey? Fifty Shades of Guy, excuse me. And yeah. Guy Light. Guy, uh, Light. Yep. Guy Light's the real twinkling jewel of our crowd. This is part of a series, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. This is a series that we do whenever we feel like it. <laughs> Basically, sex and vampires, yeah, I guess. That's what is it is. What sex the and theme vampires. is, yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to spend the first 30 minutes of the podcast debating the theme because I thought that would be <laughs> really funny <laughs> to waste that amount of time on that. Oh, man. Anyway, I didn't do it. Anyway, uh, those of you who are still listening who are like, man, I loved this. Uh, I also do other podcasts. Uh, most notably, I do the One Upsmanship podcast on the iHeart Network with my friend Michael Swaim, where we have a, a dignified conversation about. Uh, the games that will outlast us all and be viewed by aliens. Um, again, mm-hmm. that's on the iHeart Network. Please, if you like it, give it us a rating and a review that helps other people see it. We'd love to become uh, uh, bigger, you know. Uh, also, I'm on the uh, Patreon. I'm on a Patreon with my friends Mike Swaim and Abe Epperson called patreon.com forward slash small beans. There you may find my other three podcasts because I am the middle aged white man cliche. Uh, hell yeah. yeah hell yeah uh white guys <laughs> doing it like you said uh <laughs> i you know this is how i date too just like would you like to listen to yep. any of my five podcasts no so uh <laughs> you can listen to you'll, you'll find them if you, you'll find them. they're on there uh there's one with abe there's one with maggie there's another one with abe and mike and and me it's all great uh and you know otherwise you know if you if you sneak onto the blacklist, you might be able to find a script that Mike and I wrote, if we have not yet Ooh. taken it down, called uh, Sklarmageddon, May the Best Man if you're Win. you're a Ewe Bowl, perhaps? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not saying this for sure, but like I'm pretty determined to direct that script mm. um, because I can. So I'm pretty determined to make that happen. But, so. you know, we, we would sell it if the right buyer came along. So I don't know. If you're a movie maker and you're like, this guy has ideas, uh, buy it. It's there. You can have it. Uh, otherwise, I love you all. And uh, I hate this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll plug uh, our, our Patreon. Uh, if you're yeah. listening to this, you're on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. Uh, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y. Unemployed. Uh, we're in the month of December, so like for the holidays, uh, we're not putting stuff out as much this month. But uh, boy, we put out a lot. And for just $5 a month, uh, you get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts on there. Uh, Tom and Jeff watch Batman. Fox Mulder is a maniac, which will be, there'll be new episodes all, all like I think, until the end of the year. Uh, 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 Star Trek The Next Futurama and Spielboys. Uh, we also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Uh, once again, this is this is kind of in place of some holidays, but like, yeah, we'll be around. Listen, go check us out. We have a lot of podcasts on there, a lot of backlog of podcasts you can go back and listen to. Uh, it's great. And we also have a, a t-shirt store. If you go to gamefullyunemployed.com, you get a link to our Public, not Public, our Teespring store, uh, and review us wherever you ingest pod- 
podcasts, you can review us. That's it. I mean, Blood you, Rain. You guys, you guys, uh, can I just say, like, this is one of the best podcast networks uh, that I've ever seen as a person who's not part of it. Like, it's Thank not, it's you. not, yeah, it's not mine. I, I, so, like, please know that I'm not, uh, I'm not in any way encouraged to hype it. Uh, really, but but I I really think it's uh special, like the stuff that you Thank guys you. offer people. So uh, we are special. Yeah, you are, and uh, this movie isn't though. So I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know why you listen to it. Uh, hashtag find something else to do. You know. Hashtag find something else to do. <laughs> That's how you prove uh, we need that you more, listen we, to it. Uh, we need first of all, Twitter might not be around anymore. But um, <laughs> I know, man. What else should we do? Mastodon? Hashtag stab, stab Michael Madsen. Hashtag Michael Madsen stab, I think is better. Okay. Right? Because that's what it is. I don't, I, don't, I don't want poor Michael Madsen to go on Twitter and be like, what the hell did I do? You know? I would love that. Like, Michael, you're tweeting. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's about Are fucking blood yeah. rain. He'd be like, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> He'd show up at your door and be like, I got a little song for you. And Cut suddenly, off my ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuck in the middle starts playing. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. Good. By the way, that would have been amazing stuff. if they just like were cavorting their way back into this like gondolin-esque city. And right as he walks through, that song starts playing. You know right. I mean? Just like, like your mm. suit, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, mm. oh, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. Bye. <laughs> Audrey is brought to you by the following fantastic Hypecast producers. Mercurial Odds. Driftless wrote Mabel's name in the witch's book in blood. Ombre says Mabel step on me. Heathcliff's helping hemfuls. Conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. James Cameron's prolapse locomotive. Snapper car punches guard in the dick. At nerd numbers. Light the lurker. Dracula the post-driving vampire. Brookway loves the meat millie. David the knife boot before Christmas hints. Grumble bee. Screaming horse pyramid. Look ma, I'm on the podcast. Jay the crow baron says give us a crow emoji hashtag join the Debra is awesome, Barbara is great, and cancer can go to hell. Numino ultra microscopic silico volcano coniosis anti disestablishmentarianism jones. Rosemary's baby from Eraserhead. Cheese killitits. D7B. Breezy, Booezy. Glitteris, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Davy, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Oh great, it's that guy. Chester's Prophet. 
it. Definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Brian Domnos. Bob Grinley. Steven. Antumi the Confused Cyborg. Asking Seven, rest in peace, Michaela, you were the best of us. Evil Ed 209. Menishevitz Multos is economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Tiger throws Pret Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Then Hecroid. Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Beatful beggar. Full of world TikTok superstar Jason Badger on TikTok and buy his new book. If this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. Dale Griffith, the shower curtain fellow. The midnight patron, what patrons at midnight. Exploding runes. Andrew Howe, dig the halls with blood. Vincent with a Y. Rev MD. Bootler Bootlesson. Tux. Ricky Cilantro. Nor from Cheers. No one can hear you scream in space, McNulty. Your mom. Nolan's cornucopia of 2B movies says watch Muay Thai Giant. Jif May's guest station toaster pastries now available at no guest stations near you. AJ. Tip Drizzle. Cube 2 Hypercuberito Mouth. The ghost of Dave. Ghosts are already spooky, but I forgot about Halloween, Thomas. Aaron Burson. Christopher Robert Spots, Esquire. Mackenzie Fook shuffling with William Dafoe's confusingly large dick chill. Funky J mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Pie. Ho, 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 ho.